With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio of the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And here's my lovely wife and producer, Susan. So hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. What are you talking about tonight? We start the I'm show. Leaving. We start the show with a prayer. Then the ups and downs for the week. Some monuments are too big to take down. Did you know that? Medical madness and space the final frontier if we get to it. Anything can be taken apart. All right, segment one. It's not a segment. What are you talking, a prayer? It's not a whole segment. That's how I've been doing it for many, 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 many years. No, you haven't. And I keep telling you that I would notice it now if you'd been doing it for many, 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 many years. A prayer for our nation from beliefnet.com. Today I pray for our nation. I ask that you would give our president wisdom beyond his own understanding and the courage to choose the right path, no matter how narrow the gate. I pray for all in office, that you would give them the grace and strength to stand against the temptation to use power as a weapon, but rather to carry it reverently, as one would carry a child. I pray for the spiritual leaders of our country, that they would hear your voice and know your heart. I pray that they would lead from their knees and by that simple grace bring each one of us to our knees before your throne have mercy on your nation lord amen boy we really need that prayer to go out huh i reckon <laughs> all right it's the downs for a week she found an up or did I send it to her? Story 11. Why didn't you tell me this was on? I, I didn't even notice either. I mean, Why know? is it so smoky today? It smells more it smoky is. than a... Yeah. yeah. The, the low, low fire is really big. Why is it there's always a low, low fire every year? I remember from last year. Yeah, we're having a bunch of forest fires here at West. And, uh, 
Yeah, I don't understand why they just don't clean it all up. Oh, they're not allowed. You can't be cutting down burnt trees. The Enviro-Nazis will have a panic attack. I'm not kidding you. They've chained themselves to gates to stop them from going in and cut down dead, burnt trees. That's how stupid they are. You know, I just know they think they're going to be so proud. Most of them one day is going to be really embarrassed about their arrest record. Uh, but then again, they'll be the Kool-Aid drinkers for life. They'll be happy. It's a bunch of fun, man. I got, I got arrested at the so-and-so protest. Oh man, play Brondo tonight because that's that all this antifa crap and left and on the left just reminds me of Brondo. Okay, when do you want me? Whenever. Whenever you feel like it. Okay. All right, from Breitbart. Conservative talk. Oh, I want to start with this. Yes, please do. Uh, fellow conservative talk radio hosts on the actual, you know, satellite radio or you know those guys. Bannon was not fired. Bannon resigned, put his letter in two weeks ago. Bannon said it when at the beginning of this that he'd probably only be here about eight months. And guess what? It's been about eight months. Well, you know, you don't don't want. And it, that's not all. He didn't say he was going to war with Trump. He said he's going to war with Trump's enemies, and he's free now to use all his tools. You better start quaking out there, you little freaks. The other thing is that people don't realize he was on the Trump campaign the entire from the beginning. So he's been with Trump for almost two and a half, maybe three years, two at least two, at least two. Doesn't matter. This was <laughs> this was discussed between Donald and him, and they decided he'd be of better use on the outside, attacking his enemies in the deep state, and that's. That's the news behind the news on that, okay? That's the truth. I, I knew it right away when they were saying it. I had to go look it up again to make sure. We reported it the last I was like, show. What are you crazy? It wasn't fired, you moron. Gateway Pundit was on it. That's who we. Thank <laughs> God. The other ones were. I mean, everybody was saying, oh, he's going to war with Trump now because he's disgruntled, he got fired. And none of that was. None, none of it was true. Fake news. Complete fake news. And I'll stand up. If you don't already know that, you better get you get a bit of tune up that computer while you're listening to me and go look it up. Because you need to understand when fake news is fake, and the only way you can find out is to look it up yourself. Don't trust stories, especially ones that don't smell right. You can just that just doesn't that that bad thing just didn't ride right with me. I was like, this isn't. Eh, I'm not buying this. And so I looked it up. It's just the opposite. He resigned, and he's going back to Breitbart to kick some deep state backside. Why couldn't other people? I just, I was so appalled Why couldn't other people? Because Bannon has set up Breitbart in such a way that that's his tools. He needs to to go back to Breitbart and use his tools that he created. And that's what he's going to do. Well, today they're reporting the correct story on World Net Daily, and Fox News actually did correct themselves. Did they actually say we were wrong? No. Then it's not a correction. That's just another news story. World Net Daily didn't report on it at all till today. So they don't have to. I was on it from the beginning. I, that's why I was like, no, this is not 
This is more fake news. So pretty much anything that comes out of the alphabets is fake news. But now, why is it that I have to listen to conservative talk radio hosts doing fake news? I don't care if it's on accident. It's stupid. Who was I listening to? Oh, yeah, he was filling in for Mark Levin, Cunningham. I've never liked that man. I don't understand why he goes, oh, he's so wonderful, he's so fantastic. No, he's not. I find him to be quite a doofus. He has a low IQ, I guarantee it. Because I've, I've listened to him before, he's just spouts stuff that isn't true. And I, I, I just stopped listening to him a long time ago. I, I listen to Ark Levin maybe twice a week. Susan listens to it every day. But, uh, yeah, he was on. Man, he didn't let me down. He he stepped all over the truth. Uh, I know it's an accident. And, you know, bless his heart. But it doesn't help when you give the enemy ammunition. Every mistake we make, they're going to jump on. I know that. Don't you know that? They they try. They don't jump on me. And I'm never wrong. Well, occasionally I'm wrong, but. It's very, very rare. But so it doesn't. they stopped. It doesn't do any good. They just don't bother with me at all about my show. I haven't had one tweet, Facebook, email, nothing about, about my show or anything else. Negative. Nothing. I keep getting new people sending me emails with information, which is nice. Then I have to figure out who I'm going to not get the information from because my inbox is a giant mess. So i got to unsub from somebody. Um, so if you if you put your your page up there, it's fine. Thank you again. Tips at uncooperativeradio.com. You want to you want a story? You want to tip me off to a story? Tips at uncooperativeradio.com. How hard is that? And I'll get it. And I'll read it. I do the tips first. So, and I was surprised to see how many people are using tips. Somehow along the way, I wasn't getting emails at Gmail from tips at uncooperativeradio.com. So I, I didn't even know. I go back over them like, holy smoke, there's a lot of emails here. You weren't getting any notifications? Nothing. Something, something changed at GoDaddy. I didn't quite, I obviously didn't catch the email. And uh, so I had to go back in and tweak it. But it's all good now. Tips at uncooperativeradio.com is solid. Although they keep trying to make it hard because they want you to spend money on hosting. And I don't want to host on GoDaddy. I don't want to. I've been. I've been privately hosted. There's no point to it. I had. I mean, we're talking ten, more than ten years ago. I had to get. I had to get off Word, uh, off a hosting service using WordPress because the database has gotten so big that every time a search bot crawled the database, it would take the CPU over twenty five percent. And you're only allowed 25%, so that shuts down the site. It's no longer accessible. And this just happened incessantly. It was, it'd be up for a minute or two and then down again. And then up for a minute or two, down again. So, and there was nothing I could do to fix it. So I, I had to move my database over to WordPress's um, free hosting at WordPress. And I couldn't break, it was such a big database, it couldn't, I couldn't upload it. It was too big. So I got with support, and believe it or not, they were trying to figure out how, how to get me to do it. They said, you know what? Send it to me. I'll do it. I'll do it myself from here. And so I sent the web, and they put it right up, and the database is up there. It's uh, I have three WordPress blogs that I don't use anymore. 
I, I can't type. My hands are too too shaky. I have a real hard time typing. And some days are worse than others. Alright. Where was I? Rambling on. Well, man, before you go on, for anyone who's listening live, it's quiet because we have everything closed up in the studio. <laughs> Apologize. It's, it's cooled off. A cold front just moved through. I think it's like, uh, what, uh, 75 degrees outside? <laughs> Instead of 90. <laughs> it's about, supposed to be 90 in a couple of days. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so we apologize for all the oh, background noise. The reason I didn't go out countries is because we ended up in a red flag warning again. Till 9 p.m. tonight. And it seems like every day. So unless I want to go to work after 9 p.m. at night, I can't cut trees. I've been trying to wake up early and go to bed early. I don't want to flip it around the other way now. My body can't take that kind of stuff. All right, so this is from Breitbart. Conservative Talk Radio host Dennis Prager received a standing ovation from a near-capacity crowd the moment he walked on stage Wednesday evening to conduct the Santa Monica Symphony Orchestra at Walt Disney Concert Hall. I did that once. I was a guest conductor when I was going to college in California. That was 80, 1980. My, one of my best friends uh, and, and my dungeon master, we were at the Dungeons and Dragons back then. Uh, he, he, he was a music major. So, like, a lot of times I'd go over to visit and he'd have, to, he'd be busy. And he's like, I gotta, I gotta compose this, whatever he's doing, concerto or whatever. And, and I'd sit there and listen to him and stuff, and he'd go, what do you think? He'd start asking me, like, what do you think it is? And they'd do some notes together, and he'd go, and what if I did this? And then I'd go, I like that one. And he goes, I do too. I think I'll write that down. He'd pencil it in. <laughs> he was actually sitting there writing music while he, at the piano. It's the only person I ever seen in my whole life do that. Uh, but one day, uh, I'd been, we'd been, uh, well, six months and he's like, you know, why don't you, I've showed you how to conduct, why don't you take my spot tonight, because I don't really feel good. And uh, I was like, no, man, I can't do that. I've never, I've never really done it. He goes, well, either you do it, or I've got to cancel it, because I'm too sick. So I said, okay, I'll do it. I was scared crap. I was scared so, I was so scared. I don't think I've ever been so scared in my life. Thankfully, you got to turn your back on the audience. Just look at the orchestra. That helps, you know. But uh, everyone said I did a good job, so I guess I must have got it right. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. They could have been nice to me. But everybody clapped at the end, so it must have been good music. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where were we? Uh, Walt Disney Concert Hall. The audience was not only applauding the music, but the principle of freedom of expression. After several left-wing members of the orchestra had attempted to organize a boycott of the event by the musicians and by the public, a letter circulated by the boycotters exhorted, Please urge your friends to not attend this concert, which helps normalize bigotry in our community. What? (laughs) One boycotter, boycotter, violinist and UCLA professor Andrew Apter. Funny, that's where he went to school, UCLA told Prager on his show that he would be willing to play for the pleasure of North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un rather than playing in the orchestra under Prager's baton. These people are completely bat-ass crazy. All right, first of all, as all the conservatives go, Prager is not like 
Well, he's, let's say he's, he's not as uh, flamboyant as I am. What does that have to and do with bigotry? And he's been retired for so long. They're going to throw words at us, Brian, from now on. All they're going to do is just throw labels and throw words at and see what sticks. That's all they've been doing, if you haven't noticed. It's uh, ramped up a little bit, dear. What do you mean, ramped up? A little bit. Yeah, they're going crazy. A lot. It was ramped up a lot, but it's still the same thing. They haven't changed their tactics. They've just Got become louder. more <laughs> become more crazy. It's more, they are crazy. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. They're crazy, all right. And I love the... Well, what about the guy who ran everybody over? He's crazy, too. Yep. He's crazy, too. But all the other protesters, counter-protesters were crazy, too. They were there with Antifa. Well, and you know Antifa noticed... comes from Germany, 1930-something Germany. They were the uh, they were the violent arm of the Nazis. And you notice all the reporting keeps saying the white supremacists... Oh, by the way, white supremacists, all that stuff flows from Nazi, neo-Nazi, Nazi, white supremacists, that's all Nazi land. Nazis were socialists. Hitler was a socialist. He even said he was a socialist. So the people that tell me to go crack a book, here's an idea. Why don't you crack a book? I have, and I also cracked the internet. You can try that too. Look it up. Hitler socialism. Go. And uh, by the way, I'm a pride, proud white nationalist. What the hell's wrong with that? Nothing except the people that call themselves that. They're like on the. They're just. A, they're on the edge, man. They're really just they're just on the edge of. But they keep saying the reports. They call they call the white they're nationalists. Not, no, they're not white nationalists. Are not white supremacists. They are not the same right, thing. Right, I know that. That's but, why they call it. As a matter of fact, there's a whole treatise on. I went to uh, their webpage. I read all their stuff about them, and it, they even had a you know a statement about that. What was I saying? You went to their website, and they had a statement about. The Charleston thing? Well, they just think about, about who they are and everything about about them. And one of the things said, no, someone, it, it, someone asked, it was a conversational one. Someone asked them, uh, white nationalists are, what do you want to say, uh, Nazis are socialists or whatever. Um, and, oh, oh, that was it. No, no, the white supremacists, they think the white race is superior. The comeback was, well, you've proved that that's not true because you're an idiot. And so, therefore, we couldn't possibly be superior. But they're also, they will not call out the but name Antifa. They keep saying the counter-protesters. But they are segregationists. They would, they would love to have a state to call their own with nothing but white people in it. Or a country. But they feel that blacks have the same right. They think they should have their own country or their own state and be amongst themselves and do what they want to do. Uh, they they just want they just want to be left alone because they just well look really uh, are black people doing themselves any favor with Black Lives Matter is is the left doing themselves any good with Antifa which is a Nazi group which as I said Nazis are socialists and they belong to the left neo Nazis the left white supremacists the left you know? sorry it doesn't go with conservatism but that's the right they're the left. They, they belong on the left, and the left doesn't want them. That's why they all say it's ours. It's not ours. Hey, look, that neo-Nazi group that was with the white nationalists, they didn't invite them. George Soros paid them to be there, paid Antifa to be there, paid Black Lives Matter to be there. Notice that 
it, initially it was Antifa and the neo-Nazis fighting each other. Not the white nationalists. Because George Soros set this all up. He paid both sides. This is, he's trying to destabilize our country and get rid of the founding fathers and the constitution so they can finally be taken over once and for all. And he is a little, like most of the left, pissed off that his plans got messed up and so he's acting out. And the media is helping them. And the media is helping them? I, I think they I think they have sex together at night. I, I don't know, but it's ridiculous that anybody would call the journalist that's on the networks today. That's just disgusting beyond belief. I don't know how you watch it. I watch the local news and that's it. And even that pisses you off. <laughs> it can. There's a lot of freaking old hippies here in Montana. So anyway, let's get back to the bigotry on the left, which is amazing. They always say we're bigoted. They are the most bigoted people on the planet. It's like black people. Black people are the most racist people I have ever met. And Hispanics are right behind them. Hey, I had to I had to take care of their boo-boos in the, in the ghetto. So I know all too well exactly who they are, exactly how they think, and exactly how they live. And nobody else that has a bit of ghetto medic can claim that no social workers can't claim that because they they spin to the social workers all the time it's one of the things they brag about while they're riding in my ambulance to the hospital so before you go to say oh see he's a white supremacist racist no i i i didn't only volunteer i demanded to be sent to harlem new york after i got out of emt school i wasn't a paramedic yet i i demanded it I said, if you don't, if I don't get Harlem, I'm quitting. And I got Harlem. And I learned a lot. And I, I, I enjoyed my experience there, believe it or not. I had, I got to learn a lot about a lot of things. Um, and, you know, people are people, no matter what their skin color is. But they have different wants, likes, desires, etc. than we do. It, it, they're different. And it's it's not just their environment. They're, now we find out they are genetically from a different gene pool. So they're, they're on their own path, evolutionary path. Um, but you kind of see that. They're very, most of them are very good physical, right? That's why they've taken over sports. That, that, where they come from, that's important. How fast you run, how high you can jump, how far you can throw a spear. All these things are life and death. It's all athleticism. And so they, their body naturally adapted more than their brain to modern civilization because they didn't have modern civilization. They were tribes. So it, it's, a, it's a very complicated thing, but we have to start talking about it so, so we can figure this out and end it once and for all so that black people don't live on the ghettos uh, and they don't have to you know, subsist off our, their fellow citizens' money. And they could be a productive member of society. That, that's what I would like to see. I don't want. To, I don't wish ill will on any rate. I want. I want to help them into the twenty first century. It's that's where they need to be. They need to. They need to work on that. But we have had them on in the ghettos on welfare for so many generations. This is not even a thought process in their head. 
getting a job. What are you talking about? Working for the white man? I ain't working for the white man. My my people slave for the white man. And I'm sitting there listening. Go, yeah, really? When did your, when did your uh, family come over as slaves? Well, not my family per se. Well, wait a minute here. Make <laughs> up your mind. You're sitting there saying you, you owed something because of slavery. Your family was never a slave. Therefore, you owed nothing. You're trying to cash it on your skin color. And you're not going to get reparations anyway, so don't worry about it. <laughs> but I had to sit in an ambulance with this guy eight hours a day. So every once in a while, I had to talk to him. No, we got along. Actually, we got along real good after he loosened up and got to know me. It wasn't constantly, you know, sensitive. The, you know, they, they get this racial sensitivity that no matter what you say, if they can get colored, in, it always is colored to mean you're a racist. It's like, uh, no, I'll just tell you a fact of what I've witnessed. I, <laughs> I don't hate black people. If I hated black people, why the hell would I be here fixing them? Why would I let them die? It's it's easy done in an ambulance. You just don't do anything, and they die. So, uh, and yes, that has happened, by the way, because there are, there have been real real racists that have that went into the service and then well do things like beat people and stuff. It it was a challenging job. All right, so where was I? Back to the musicians. A letter circulated by the boycotters exhorted, "Please urge your friends not to attend the concert." which helps normalize bigotry in our community. One boycotter, violinist, and UCLA professor Andrew Abder told Prager on his show that he would be willing to play for the pleasure of North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un rather than playing in the orchestra to Prager's baton. Yeah, that, that, that definitely needed repeating. However, the boycott had the opposite effect of the one intended, as fans flocked to buy tickets as a statement of solidarity with Prager and with the principle of free expression generally. In California? At UCLA? California? Really? This is a miracle. That's why it's an up? No, this is literally a miracle. That There's no way I could ever thought that would happen. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> they're, they're so... PC in California. But what we don't understand, there's a whole bunch in the middle that's red. And then you got LA and San Francisco, solid blue, of course. Uh, but, you know, if you look at it geography wise, California is more conservative than it is, well, bat crap crazy. Oh, yeah, they're putting up another, they lost the last one, they're putting another uh, referendum to Calexit. They. And if that doesn't work, they want to go to the Convention of States and see how this can get out of control and put something in there that allows the state to secede from the Union. You couldn't possibly have a runaway convention. There's, there's no way. And we, oh, no, in 1787, that wasn't a runaway convention. Yes, it was. It created a whole new government. They weren't set to create a whole new government. That's a, the definition of a runaway convention. It's just the states okayed it. But it was a runaway convention. They didn't want this. That wasn't the intent. But they liked the new government, so they said, okay. They ratified it. With that said, we got to go to a commercial. It's Young Quabbin Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. For the last time, I'm 
pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brondo stuff. The Brondo's got my plants crazy. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops? Yes. Water. Like out the toilet? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but, but yeah, that's the idea. But Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Okay, look. The plants aren't growing, so I'm pretty sure that the Brondo's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Oh, well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Yeah, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. <laughs> okay, look, you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon, so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brando's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they use to make Brando. Yeah, but why do they use them to make Brando? Because Brando's got electrolytes. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194. 800-917-2194. 
That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Hour half of one. Sometimes I lose track when I do two when I do the two shows back to back. It's like tonight. Did I already do one? Is it? Yeah, yesterday, last night. <laughs> okay, we're back to the uh, Prager, uh, Dennis Prager. If you don't know, who he is conservative talk show host. Look it up, Dennis Prager. He's retired at the moment. I guess that's why he's <laughs> he's conducting an orchestra. However, the boycott had the opposite effect. Guido Lamel, the music director and coordinator of the Santa Monica Symphony Orchestra. Oh, Santa Monica. Oh, that's different. That's that's a well-to-do place. At least it used to be. But I haven't been there since the 80s. So the Santa Monica Symphony Orchestra was thrilled, telling the audience that the concert was one of the best evenings of my life. Asking for a show of hands, he noted that many people were attending a classical music concert for the first time. That, he said, had been his hope in asking Prager to conduct, that he would draw new fans to the orchestra. But the response was much greater than he expected. LaBelle kicked off the evening by conducting the overture to Mozart's Marriage of Figaro. He then brought Prager onto the stage to conduct Hayden's Symphony No. 51 in B-flat major. Prager took a moment to thank the audience and to explain how he became interested in classical music and in conducting, which he has done for 25 years. He had chosen Hayden, he said, because the composer was his favorite and because the symphony exemplified the ideal of controlled passion, save in the fourth movement when Hayden allowed for an explosion of musical emotion. I was a fan of Hayden, too. He was good. I don't know about it. I just like Beethoven. Beethoven was my favorite. He's like the rock star of of uh, orchestra music, classical music. No, I like Bach too, but not as much as Beethoven. Not enough feeling. Beethoven put a lot of feeling in his work. Maybe because he was blind. I don't know. But Bach was more psychopathic, more technical. Just different, just different. If you've never listened to classical music, you should try and let's find some free ones online and give it, give it a listen. You'd be surprised. You know, I used to always play classical music when I was studying. It helped me study and uh, gave some background music to relax you, and I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, mostly I, list, I was listening to country for a while, but now I I went back to turn to listening to it on the radio and they've changed and I don't like any of the songs they're playing. So I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I miss Pandora. Pandora all has all my channels, exactly what I want to listen to, depending on the mood, rock, classical, blues, bluegrass, etc., etc. Uh, and they're all the songs I like. So 
it's a good experience, but I don't have the data to waste on that, so I don't get to do it anymore. And really, well, I have to use the data for the show, so I have to give up music. After tearful accepting several standing ovations, Prager conducted an amusing dialogue with the orchestra in which he asked members to explain how they had developed their interest in music and in their instruments. He led the orchestra through several bars of the fourth movement, each time with a different section dropping out, so that the audience could hear the effect that every small part of the ensemble had on the overall sound of the symphony. Following intermission... Lamel returned to conduct Beethoven's well-known Symphony No. 5 in C minor. He and Prager performed America the Beautiful, with Lamel playing the saw and Prager accompanying him on the accordion. The audience joined in singing, providing an appropriate patriotic signature for the evening. The proceeds of the evening, according to the program, will help fund the Santa Monica Symphony Orchestra's mission of providing all of our regular concerts free to the public and expanding our educational program. <laughs> Hoorah! Yes, I'm pro-music. Not, not in public school, though. Sorry, you go to public school, you don't get, you don't get music classes. You want music? Yeah, your parents have to pay for it. Lessons. This uh, music at school stuff, it's making everybody pay for a small amount of people that want to do music. And no, they don't bring anybody in. They don't bring any money in. It's, 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 just, it's, it's just a loss. It's just throwing money down a hole. I know how important music is, and I do know how it can change how a per- person thinks and perceives. And I, I, heck, I, I, I wrote music. I was a singer. I, but... It doesn't belong on everybody's dime. That's socialism. It has to be on the parents' dime. Or a bunch of parents get together, bake sales, car wash, etc., to raise money. There's all kinds of ways you could raise money outside of the school for extracurricular activities. I'm not for any of the extracurricular... None. Not even football. Not unless they pay for it. You know what? I say privatize sports for kids. It'll be a billion times better. I remember, uh, yeah, you could go play high school baseball. You could go into Little League and go and work your way all the way up to AAA. Uh, much better experience, much better education in the sport than being in high school sports. Usually high school gym teachers are kind of leave a lot to be desired. That's why they're high school gym teachers. It's like everything with the government. The, the the bottom of the barrel tends to just find it. You don't get the best of the best in, in government run anything. So, where was I? Oh, I was just trying to put. I still don't want it in public school. Sorry, I know. I don't. I sorry. It's not your money. You don't play with other people's money like that. You want your kid to learn an instrument, buy it, and pay for the lessons. Which would be better off anyway, because, again, high school music teachers leave a lot to be desired. They're not like the best music teachers. They'd be someplace else. Um, So you get a private teacher. 
you're paying them. You you could you, you could have expectations of them, and you could you can make demands of them, but you can't do that in public school because you're not paying for it. Again, all extracurricular activities, no matter how much I like them, need to do, should just go. This would open up the private sector. Someone will fill that void. I guarantee you. Yep. Someone will say, "Really? I could teach that. I could teach fencing. I could teach football. I could teach basketball." It's a lot. There's a lot of talent out there. Yeah, but you know, this goes with you, uh, your uh, plan to take back the state, because a lot of, especially kids that are being homeschooled. Well, there won't be any public school when I take back the states. There's well, no government-run school unless it's locally government-run by the wishes of the people in the government in that area. Because they require these homeschoolers to take these no, extracurricular. No, you don't require anything. Bull. I'll tell you, I, I know people are, love their job and love their house. Da, 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 da. I would never live in a place like that. They told me that. I tell them to go pound sand and I go check and I do my research and find where is there a homeschool friendly state. They're and that's crop, where I'm going. They're cropping up more and more. They're passing Good. more and more legislation to protect these other states. Get out of there. Let them keep the bottom of the barrel. The stupid of the stupid, the dumb of the dumber, the, 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 the people that want to live off the government. Let them have, let them have it. Because once we reassert our constitutional sovereignty, none of our money is going to the national governments. So we ain't going to them. No redistribution of wealth. Not in the constitutional republic. None. Sorry. What about when a tornado hits? Well, they can pray for you. They're not allowed to spend all our money on you, though. You know, and the couple of... They're all rich. Let them pay. If they're so charitable, let them use their money. If all of them chipped in a part of the money they make every year on the side, all this money, their pet projects could be funded. But notice, like in Sockdolager, they didn't think once about dipping into their pocket. Oh, this is important. We need to do it. It's important. So we're going to take your money and do it. No, not my money. I don't use... No. <laughs> I mean, that's what goes on. You know, I forget which natural disaster it was, but um, the surrounding states of the state that got hit the hardest by it actually said they would, they would come in and help them. Hurricane Katrina, they tried to come from all over. Truckers came in with goods and stuff, and they were stopped at the border by the governor. And so was, and by the way, I don't know why Bush was silent. He had FEMA ready to roll into, he had, the, he, the governor has to request it. And the governor, did, the governor didn't request it. He said, no, we're fine. I've got this. And that's why there was such a delay. And they didn't get anything right, did they? And everyone, you know, there's a lot to hammer Bush about and all that. But first of all, FEMA's unconstitutional. Any money going for disaster relief from the national government is unconstitutional. And under Katrina, notice how L.A. was a welfare state, yet Mississippi cleaned it all up by themselves. They didn't ask for any help from the government. They got together, this one had a backhoe, that one, these guys have chainsaws, this person has winch, that guy has a big pickup truck, clean up the streets, get everything out of the way, they did it all by themselves. That made me want to live in Mississippi, by the way, because those are the kind of people I want to live with. Unfortunately, I can tell you Montana's not like that. In some ways it is. All right, uh, moving along to a down. 
from CNS News. House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi issued a statement today declaring her support for the Congress to pass a resolution censuring President Donald Trump for the repulsiveness of his words and actions. I ask all of you, oh, now, ever Trumpers, mm, get that out of your head, just open your mind for a second and think. What was repulsive? And what and what was his actions that was repulsive? Her, she's repulsive. He said both sides have blame. There are bad people on both sides. There are good people on both sides. And that is absolutely correct. That is exactly... It was not one-sided. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't say the counter-protest. They were only violent because they were fight, using force to fight bigotry. Anti-fog First repulsive. of all, there was some bigots there. They're called neo-Nazis. But the other ones actually aren't bigoted. They're educated. They just... They... They just decided that we need to live in separate places because the minorities want one thing in their environment and white people want a completely different thing in their environment. And so they don't understand why they can't just have their own place to be left alone. Now, and not to be, not to, not to point out anything, but throughout history, um, look at all the poor, look at all the people we have on welfare in this country. That's insane. Worse, the amount of people we have on welfare generational is insane. They are drain in our society instead of being a help on our society. They don't want to live in the white man's world, then I say go to Liberia where we let the where the free slaves went to make their own country. Liberia. I know it sucks over there, doesn't it? Well, sorry, black people run it. I don't know what's different about black and brown people per se, other than the DNA is different. Uh but there's a difference in the way they perceive how they want to live life. It, it, we just have different wants and desires, it seems. And no, there's exceptions to every rule. There's plenty of white people that love welfare. There's uh, there's a bunch of black people that have fought their way out of the ghetto and, you know, embraced free market and worked hard and made something of themselves. But the majority, <laughs> millions upon millions of them are in ghettos. And that's just unacceptable and so is the native reservations unacceptable because they live even worse on the res than they do in inner cities which are really ghettos they're even they live even worse i don't see how we're doing them any favors letting them have their own land they don't do anything with it but oh big methamphetamine problem and by the way that stuff is horrible it 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 changes your mind and your appearance it's just, you don't. I don't understand why anyone would go near crystal meth. Unless you're suicidal. In which case you should try something else because that's a horrible way to die. Anyway. he I didn't have repulsiveness at all. I, I didn't see any action. What was his actions? He did What actions? He came out with a statement and he said, I... I and he walked out, and he wanted to wait for the facts before he said anything else. And as the facts rolled in, sure enough, it was violence on violence. It was planned. It was staged. It was supposed to happen. Soros paid for it. White nationals had nothing to do with it. Notice they were carrying torches. Tiki torches. No, no. No, there were no guns. There were guns on other people that were not them. 
that were not there. Otherwise, someone would have got shot. Um, there's no good people in the Antifa movement. No, no. On the <laughs> ant counter protest. Well, but that... There are some people that believed of what they were doing. They weren't there to be violent. They were just there to make a statement. But, man, I'm sorry. You should have left when you saw the guys with the helmets and the shields and the bats. And you should have been like, oh, no. Oh, no. No, I ain't part of this. But so anyone that's stuck around, yeah, you all get stuck with it because you should have left. So the left is completely tainted. Uh, the white nationalists didn't bring anything to fight with except a tiki torch. Uh, shoot, you could hit me over the head with one of those, it wouldn't hurt. Uh, so again, if you have, and here's the big kicker the white nationalist protest was peaceful and lawful, and they had a permit. The counter-protesters did not have a permit. They didn't belong there, and they came for violence. You don't come with motorcycle helmets, shields, and bats, and gloves, and stuff like this. And, and officials let them. Urine-filled bottles. And... Officials let them. Oh, yeah, but they eventually got involved. But then I heard that the police actually helped the, the counter-protesters. Why oh, is that special? Anyway. It was it. It wouldn't have happened if it wasn't from a caliph who told them to shut it down and send them out down the street, where all the counter protesters were lined up on both sides of the street on the sidewalks. They had them walk a gauntlet of two miles of people. What could go wrong? And then McAuliffe told them to stand down. McAuliffe, you're worse than the KKK. Just so you know. Someone should think about what to do with you. Because uh, you stole that election, and you're a piece of crap. Well, he's a Clintonite. Oh, I know that. <laughs> what do you expect? And he's a piece he's of evil. crap. Clintons are evil. They kill people. See, he kills people, too. Yeah, no, no problem with Steve's. I guess it's because the, the left was his side. This is what's wrong with Democrats. That craziness... They condone it because they were fighting fascist racists. No, they don't condone it. Only they're not fascists, and they may you may consider racist because they do consider race and talk about race, and so that's racist. I guess. No, you said the wrong word. They don't condone it. They encourage it. Well, no, he didn't encourage. No, he was very slick that way. See, it's you don't get it, do you? It's you. Got, you got to have deniability, plausible deniability. That's why he uh, he comes out, makes the speeches. He says, and then behind the scenes, he tells the police, "Send him down through there. You stand down." If I was a cop, I would have listened in for a fucking second. I'd love to see you try and fire me over to do anything to me. I'll bring it to the press. You gotta know how to fight these people. What? Nothing. Anyway, back to. Uh, I'm just so sick of the, the vitriol over Trump. It's just, he's the, he, the reason is he's he is the one to fix this country. They broke it, and they want it stayed broken, and they want it to break more. They don't want it fixed. So they're going to fight him with everything they have. And if you're going to believe everything they throw at him on, on the news and stuff, they're all his enemies. They're not, they're not impartial. They're trying to take him down, all of them. It'd be nice if people there on the conservative side would stop 
pull their heads out of their backside and stop the never Trump crap. Every day the president gives us further evidence of why such a censure is necessary, said Pelosi. No, actually, you should be censured, Pelosi. As a matter of fact, you should be impeached. Do you know she doesn't know that she can be impeached? Someone said that to her. She said, you can't impeach me. I'm a congresswoman. The Constitution says I can, we can impeach every federal official. Every federal official. This is specific impeachment for the president process. But no, anybody, anybody who's elected in federal office can be impeached. She actually said she's the only one that can remove herself from office. That was her quote. I, and I just and I just explained to you that she's wrong. I know she's an idiot. And maybe she, before opening her mouth, she should talk to the parliamentarian. Uh, that's where you go for questions like this when you're too stupid to read Robert's Rules of Order, because she doesn't care about rules. Why should she read rules? I, oh heck, she is repulsive. Yeah, Maxine Waters is worse. She's just the ugh. The censure resolution was introduced in the House of Representatives today. By Representative Gerald Nadler, Democrat, New York. Look, she couldn't even she couldn't even do it herself. She had someone else do it. She called for it, but didn't do it herself. One of her trolls did it. Representative Bonnie Watson Coleman, Democrat, New Jersey, and Representative Pramila Jayapal, Democrat, Washington. Anyone with a name like Pramila Jayapal, I don't like already. Especially with D after the name. It's just such a racist name. It's like, I'm going to name funny black names. Why do you have to have... All the slaves took Christian names. What is wrong with people? Because they're all evil, that's why. Why would they want with a Christian name? We should probably give them a name like Beelzebub. (laughs) That's what Pelosi should be renamed as. No, I want that one to go to Maxine. Well, Beelzebub is a male. I don't care. So you got to pick a female. No. Evil's evil. <laughs> I don't think they have genders. Uh, uh, the resolution immediately gathered 77 co-sponsors, all of whom are Democrats. I'm surprised that the Republicans didn't join in. The president's remarks following the violence in Charlottesville over the weekend are a moral outrage. Um, it's Before these people did this, I already knew... What was going on? I knew what groups were there. I knew what happened with the violence. I knew what happened with the cops. I knew the whole story. And yet White House didn't even know yet. People around him are... They knew people like me around him. Some of them could do some research. I mean, come on. just It's all on the internet. So anyway... Again, someone would have to explain to me what the heck he said wrong. Do we have Skype up? Yeah. All right. 406-565-4189 to call. The number to call, 406-565-4189 if you'd like to opine. Moving along. So Nadler Coleman and Jay Appel said to stand. What? Why would you tell me it's a heartbreak? <laughs> I got to go. It's our Quabbin Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs>
You ask me why I love her? Well, give me time. I'll explain. You've seen a Kansas sunset or an Arizona rain? Have you drifted on a bayou down Louisiana way? Have you watched the cold fog drifting over San Francisco Bay? Have you heard a Bob White calling in the Carolina Pines? Or heard the bellow of a diesel at the Appalachia Mines? Does the call of the Niagara thrill you when you hear her waters roar? Look with awe and wonder at a Massachusetts shore where men who braved a hard new world first stepped on Plymouth Rock. Do you think of them when you stroll along a New York City dock? Have you seen a snowflake drifting in the Rockies way up high? Have you seen the sun come blazing down from a bright Nevada sky? You hail to the Columbia as you rush into the sea or how you're headed Gettysburg and our struggle to be free? Have you seen the mighty Tetons you watched an eagle soar? Have you seen the Mississippi roll along Missouri's shore? Have you felt a chill at Michigan when on a winter's day her waters rage along the shore in thunderous display? Does the word aloha make you warm? Do you stare in disbelief when you see the surf come roaring in at Waimea Reef? From Alaska's cold to the Everglades, from the Rio Grande to Maine, my heart cries out, my pulse runs fast. The might of her domain. You ask me why I love her? I have a million reasons why. My beautiful America, beneath God's wide, wide sky. I expect to be judged and should be judged by the results of this program. Breaking news, the uh, May jobs report just came out and the numbers are not good. So the unemployment rate went up. 40 consecutive months of 8% unemployment or more. Government payrolls down 13,000, construction down 28,000. 300,000 more long-term unemployed. The U.S. saw the smallest increase in jobs in a year. Any way you slice it, uh, looks like last summer all over again. Practically nothing about this report that was positive. Well, this is Obama's economy, that's fine. Give it to me. I am officially running for President of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican <laughs> candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Trump will not be President. Trump will never be elected President of the United States. You're not going to be President. A all man right? who will never be President of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be President of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be President. Donald Trump is not going to become President of the United States. He's at plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the 
difference. This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. You still think she has a 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a Festivus miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of election night in America. The fight for the presidency. Because we don't care. Oh, okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky. Don't no, care about in Indiana. Don't care. Indiana with... It's West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote North Dakota and South Dakota, Texas. Uh, up and down the middle of the country, all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. It, it was at 80% an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? 68%. Okay, uh, God damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio. Back to the Air Cooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. And you haven't even gotten through the ups and downs yet. <laughs> I never know with this man. Oh, Susan tells me I dropped the F-bomb in the last segments. I apologize. I didn't even know. But That's how angry you are. <laughs> this stuff hurts me deep down into my soul. And when, I, when I get this angry, the New Yorker in me comes out and... Uh, you know, in New York, if you're angry and you're not dropping the F-bomb every other word, then no one's paying attention to you. Because well, you must not be that angry. The, the problem is that we're very angry at our fellow Americans because they're not. Yep. All right. Where was I? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, the Nadler Coleman Jayapel said in a statement, refusing to completely and unambiguously denounce white supremacist groups, and it, oh, but black, but black supremacist groups are okay. Black Lives Matters was there. You know how many times Obama opened his big fat pie hole to go against somebody who was doing the right thing and saying, oh, Trayvon could have been my son. Well, Obama, this is an evil little homo so anyway <laughs> uh this is just nonsense he said they initially said they're wrong on both sides because there was violence on both sides and i was against i was upset with that because i'm sorry the white nationalists they had a permit they were there peacefully they didn't have helmets bats and shields they had tiki torches it wasn't until they corralled them down that gauntlet that the left attacked them and they defended themselves. Of course, the neo-Nazis would have jumped off too because they were there to do that. That's why that's why Soros put them there. And guess who told McAuliffe to tell the officers to stand down and send him down the gauntlet? You want to bet it's either Soros or one of his minions? Soros is getting very heavy-handed. He's a little concerned. Countries are coming after him. Oh, yeah, they are. They're taking him to court. Yes, they are. And we still allow him to be a citizen of the United States. This is amazing to me. The man hates 
the United States of America. He hates free markets. He wants one world global socialism. That's what he wants. And he works very hard towards it. Because he's working hard to your serfdom, not his. He'll still have everything he wants. He'll have his lifestyle, have his power. Uh, us on the other hand, we'll have nothing. Go stand on a bread line. <sighs> anyway, refusing to completely and unambiguously denounce white supremacist groups. They weren't white supremacist groups. There was one white supremacist group, and that was the neo-Nazis. Not the white nationals. Sorry. And by the way, if you put those two things together, I'm white, and I'm for this country first. That makes me a nationalist. That doesn't make me a white supremacist. I don't want to deport all the black people. Although, uh, they do want to separate themselves from all the other minorities. Yeah, and but you, know, got, you know what? I got, to, I got to tell you, they, they make a good argument for it. it. on Not just to benefit white people, but to benefit black and brown people as well. Because we, we just don't mesh. What we want, what kind of society white people want, is not the kind of society people, the majority of black people and brown people want. I know, you just repeated that like six times. Well, it, it bears repeating. It's important. The thing so, that... and, and, and so they want to segregate, too. Oh, yeah. How many white people in black ghettos? Go. None. Yeah. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Segregation. How come they're allowed to have their own place and not white people? Black people got their own place, not white people. Brown people can have it. Spanish Harlem comes to mind. They can have their own area, but not white people. There's no white Harlem. Never, there's no white Harlem. You know what I love about the uh, Hispanics, um, especially the illegals, chanting in the streets, we we mow your lawns. Me, that one uh, clip we have, we take no, care you don't. of your babies. No, you don't. I grow my own lawn. No, and, no, no. And I used to mow other people's lawn because I was a landscaper. Okay, but. I did the work that Americans don't want to do. So did I. And a lot of people do. And now that Mexicans are doing it, though, no. But the clip that we have, I might play it later. I yeah, you were a waitress when you were going to school at a, a pizza place. I also worked in as a bartender. Yeah, you did that too. I also worked in an office for a little while, doing files. I said things you didn't want to do. Anyway. <laughs> You're mixing it all together. Everything I've done. Just things you didn't want to do. In the clip that we have, and I might play it. They're screaming in the streets that they do all this stuff for us and that we need to go back to Europe. And I keep, every time I hear it, I say to myself, okay, so if we all go back to Europe, how are you going to have a living? They won't. They'll have, but they'll have, they think that by having our land and stuff, all our buildings and stuff, that it'll fix everything. It won't. How everywhere, are they going to maintain Everywhere, <laughs> everywhere poor, ignorant people go, there will be poor ignorance. They don't know how to do any. I'm sorry. Uh, you're not going to make any money cutting each other's lawns. If we're not there, what are you going to do for money? It, but they, they don't think pretty through. No. <laughs> no one on the left thinks things through. If they thought instead of felt all the time, they'd realize how stupid they were. But it's all emotion with them. That's land. And again, I just uh, You know, thought... I'll give you California, Mexico. You can have it. <laughs> Under the condition you build the wall all the way the whole length of California. California. Because uh, nothing from California is coming in here. Nope. Not, well, we're not interested in having an embassy with you either. Go away. We're the third economy in the world. Blah, blah. Yeah, but you won't be once you leave the United States of America because you're heavily in debt and you're socialist dumbasses. 
It happens everywhere. Look at Venezuela. Look at Brazil. Hell, look at South America, Cuba, Africa, Middle East. Well, speaking, Tell me you'd want to live in any of those places. Speaking of Africa, I just saw a headline at World Map Daily that um, they're killing white farm, the little bit of white farmers that are still left in Africa. Oh, that's dumb. They shouldn't be there. I know. And the, the government, I don't even know which stupid cunt thing it is. Um, what? What? It's a continent. That's not what you said. I said, I don't know which stupid... I, I was going to say country, but there's no countries in yeah, Africa. Yeah, but you stopped before the R-Y. <laughs> because... I get the F-bomb that you're going to do the C-bomb? No, really? no, no, no. I said I was going to say country. But you did But didn't. there's no countries. That's but, why I said the C. No, you didn't. No, no, you stopped the T. C-U-N-T. No, I did not. I would not say that for country. Trust me. You did. Anyway... Because you, you said cunt, they they're stopped. Not, they're not going to Does, What does that sound like? They're not going to prosecute anybody for killing white farmers over there. No. They just announced. Why would they? So what's the UN they're, doing about it? They're racist, and now they're genocidal. And what is the UN Nothing. doing about it? Nothing. Only, only white people can be racist. Only white people can, can, can oppress people. Only white people can be race uh, can hate other. This is so, it's so stupid. I and black people. Are the I'm gonna. I'm sorry. Even ones that aren't in the ghetto are the most prejudiced people I have ever met in my entire life. More than even southern rednecks. Yeah, you heard me, black people. I like southern rednecks, and some of them. I mean, some of them were yeah. They're prejudiced and stuff, but it wasn't like they wanted to kill them or beat them up or anything. That just they just wanted they just didn't want any part of them. And blacks down south too, there were the whole villages, and they didn't want any part of us. Hell, I stopped at one of your one of their stores on the because they took the back roads up to a party, and I wanted to pick up some beer to bring to the party, and it's it's an all black area, and it didn't bother me. And my truck walked in. Excuse me. I don't go, uh, everyone stares at me. Like, they literally stopped everything they were doing, froze, and looked at me. I knew right away what was happening. I started smiling. I was like, excuse me, sir, where do you keep your beer? He went, over in the cooler over there. Thank you. Walked over there, got the beer, went up, paid for it. And thank you very much, sir. Have a nice day. And they were like... Who just they didn't know what to do. <laughs> They're just like, what, what just happened? A white guy came in and was really nice and respectful to us. What what happened? I treat everybody with decency and respect. I don't give a crap about their skin color. Once you start opening your mouth, however, then I start caring. The condition of your character is what concerns me, much like Martin Luther King said. Unfortunately, he would be very upset with his fellow black Americans. Because they have totally destroyed they his did. vision. They did. They they really have. We're not allowed to judge you by your character if you have black skin, even though you're a piece of crap. You're not allowed because we're black and you're white. You can't do that. Why not? You're a piece of crap. I'm just pointing out the obvious. Maybe you should get some religion or something. All right, back to the I, this this whole thing. It, it really bothers me. For for many decades now, I've been dealing with prejudice and the fact that all white people have to be prejudiced and i had to constantly constantly show people that i you know by example i was not prejudiced and all white people are not prejudiced in fact most white people don't even think about black people 
Where I grew up, there was no black people around. We didn't think about black people. We weren't prejudiced to get black people. We didn't care about black people. The only time we saw black people, they were on the news committing a crime where they're sticking a gun in our face. When that happens, now we start having negative thoughts about black people. You know, even black people get that. There was a comedian who was like, there I am watching it. And I'm watching, who did this? Please don't let it be. Please don't let it be a black man. Please don't let it be a black man. Please don't let it be a black man. The news goes, it was a six foot, uh, five foot 11 black. Oh, man, no. <laughs> I really believe black people sit around and do that because uh, I don't think he made that up. But it was funny as hell. Uh, anyway, sorry. Back to, back to racists calling other people racists. The Wicked Witch of the West. This is not the Wicked Witch of the West. We've moved on. I know, but she started We've moved it. on. She started it. Nope. Anyway, where was I? Uh, completely and unambiguously denouncing white supremacist groups. And individuals provides encouragement for their bigoted nationalist ideological policies. There is no bigoted policy, you moron. As a matter of fact, if it's bigoted against anything, it's white heterosexual males. It certainly ain't minorities. Minorities have affirmative action, right? Yeah, you get jobs you don't deserve. You get to see, you get to go to college you don't deserve. You get to do sports you don't deserve. Well, sports you probably do. But you get it, all these things because of your skin color or your gender or your gender fluidity, whatever, the, whatever freak show LGBTQ is. Why do they get preference over white heterosexual males? Why is it not a merit-based system? Merit-based system works. It works. We need to get back to it. When immigration used to be merit-based, Prague's changed it. Don't be telling me how we're trying to... No, it used to be merit-based and it worked. And they changed it because they didn't want it to work. They wanted to destroy this country. They want to destroy white people in general. Which is weird because it's white people wanting to destroy white people. It's how twisted progressivism is. I want everybody in this country, regardless of all of that stuff, to be successful and happy. That's what I want. I don't want to live off anybody else, unlike the minorities seem okay with that. If you could just be productive we can all get along wow this is not the position of the united states government government shouldn't have opinions no it shouldn't have a position it's a lot of bureaucracies and we must send a clear message to president trump that his comments are not only wrong but an affront to the moral convictions and ideals of this country what did he say that was offensive he did not say what she wanted, and therefore it's offensive. Well, this is what they're doing. He didn't denounce this. And he didn't, why should he? You know, first of all, you people are spinning and lying and twisting and misinforming people on purpose. You know full well who Antifa is. These people know where Antifascist is. They know. Yet they act like they weren't even there. Did you hear him mention Black Lives Matter? No, no. but they were there. Oh, it was all white. No, white nationals did not jump anybody. They defended themselves after they were being jumped by people with clubs and shields and helmets. But the neo-Nazis were taking out most, were occupying most of them because that was all circus and bread, ladies and gentlemen. 
You've been duped. These people that are putting this up wouldn't know a moral conviction if it bit them on the backside. This is circus red. It was purposely, purposely orchestrated to do exactly what happened. This is why Soros funded all three groups, even the group on the other side, neo-Nazis. No, not the white nationals, the neo-Nazis. Paid agitators. Antifa, paid agitators. BLM, well, you know Black Lives Matter. Pigs in a blanket. I love this crap too. Cops, when do you want him dead? We want him dead now? They keep saying he's anti-Semitic. They keep saying that. No, you're reading ahead. I told you not to do that. You're never going to get to it. I am going to get to it. Because it's the very next paragraph. The resolution itself went so far as to declare that President Trump has surrounded himself with people who have a history of promoting white nationalist, racist, and anti-Semitic principles and policies. First of all, he's none of that, and that's been proved. That was proven during uh, the primaries. They tried to throw all this racist stuff at him, and it didn't work. He's not a racist. He's not a sexist. He's an American. He loves America. He cares about America. He wants Americans to succeed. He wants America to succeed. That's what he wants. He is giving up his free time. And 70-something years old, he's a multi-billionaire. He doesn't have to do no, anything. he doesn't have to do anything. And he's no. not even taking the money. No. Can you believe the left actually complained that he had cut the budget for the Department of Education, but he took his salary and donated it to the Department of Education? They complained about that. And they were confused completely. Huh? It was like, what kind of craziness is this? You take this away and then you give him that. Because it's his money. He could do whatever he want with his money. You understand? Money the government has is our money. It's not their money. It's not his money, and he knows that. And he doesn't want to waste it and spend it on stupid stuff. There's much more important things to be done, and we're $21 trillion in debt. $21 trillion. Do you realize no other economy in the world could harbor such debt? And in one day, it could all change. You better start preparing now. Because if they ever decide to jettison the dollar as a reserve currency, down goes the economy, crash. Anarchy ensues, riots in the streets, then comes martial law, blah, blah, blah. Don't think they're not planning on doing this. This is a quiver in their in their arrow. They're, they're ready to use it. This is scary stuff. What they're going to do, they're trying... I kept saying to Obama, everything he's doing is trying to overwhelm the system. It's clouded, pivot on steroids, and it still didn't work. That's what it, that's what drives them crazy. They've been trying to destroy us since the 90s. Cloud and pivot, as a matter of fact, it was from the 60s. Motor voter. Who who promoted motor voter under the Clinton administration? Cloud and pivot. If you look at the picture of when he's signing the it's a law behind him. The people that are behind him, Cloud and Piven are right there. Yeah, but the Congress had to make that law. So it's their fault, too. Right? Congress had to make what law? The law that he signed. Whether who was standing behind him or not, it's Congress's fault. Well, well, it's Congress's and his fault. It's it's progressivism's fault. Now, that was specifically designed to get poor poor people that aren't citizens on the voter rolls because anyone that gets a driver's license is on the voter rolls. So what the heck did California do? I already had to. 
I, I, sorry. So whatever you're going to pour me, I need liquid or I'm not going to be able to talk. Uh, where was I? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Surrounded himself with people have historic promoting white nationalist race. Who are these people that they're saying that? He surrounded himself with people. What? What? What people? Who? Who are they referring to? You see how easy that is. He's sur- Do you know who he's surrounded? You know everybody that's in his cabinet. You know everybody surrounds him. His visors. Do you know everybody? No, you don't. Do you? Neither do I. And but I can tell you this: that's a lie because he's none of that, and he doesn't surround himself with any of that. This is a lie. But you know they said it, and you don't know it's not true, so you just accept it. Because why would they lie to you? They're politicians. They would never lie. Whereas President Donald Trump has surrounded himself with and cultivated the influence of senior advisors and spokespeople who have long histories of promoting white nationalist, racist, and anti-Semitic principles and policies within the country, says the resolution. Really? I think you should have to name names, madam. You don't get to make blanket, generic statements. Name names or walk away. That woman needs to go away. She's a grandmother and she's too old for this. And Maxine Waters, is pro- as she's proof she has no mind. None. She says the, stup- the most ridiculous things. And nobody goes, why is this 70-something-year-old lady still in office? She can't even... Tell you can't even make a point without just going crazy and losing all all reality. Maxine Waters is is nothing. She has no brain left at all. She's nothing. She's all mouth. She has no brain. I'm gonna tell you. That's what she sounds like all the time. Go go sit in a corner, will you? In her own statement, Pelosi said the Republican Congress must declare whether it stands for our sacred American values. You mean the Constitution, madam, that you don't stand with? Or with the president who embraces white nationalism? What's wrong with white nationalism? You don't complain about black nationalism, uh, brown nationalism, brown power, black power, but white power is unacceptable. My backside, you're going to be feeling white power pretty soon because the people are getting fed up with this. You, We're $21 trillion in debt, and we pay how much money for people not to have a job in this country? That's, that's not the United States of America. There's nothing in the Constitution that allows for redistribution of wealth. You can take your SW. W and shove it up your backside. We people with a brain that care about liberty need to take this country back from these hateful, moronic idiots that are too stupid to know what they're doing to this country. We will not become part of the world order. We will not become like a third world country. Because now we have decided to stop this influx of poor brown people into the country. and Or I wouldn't want poor white people either, but that's not what's happening. It's just because Edward Kennedy in the 70s said he was going to turn 
immigration into browning up America. Tommy the Commie Woodrow Wilson said, the reason we couldn't push progressivism is because of rugged American individualism. We must bring in lots and lots of immigrants from other countries that don't understand that, that, that want big government socialism. That's what he said, and that's what they did. And that's what they keep wanting to do. We're at a precipice. This has to stop. And it has to be reversed. The flow has to go in the other direction. And I am not look blackjack person. Uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, Operation Wetback with... Uh, who did that? Uh, Eisenhower. I want an Operation Wetback. I want so many of them to be afraid of being rounded up by the military that they run across the border by themselves like they did in Operation Wetback. Because after you were rounded up, you weren't deported nicely. You were deported in the most horrific way possible so that you would never dare think of coming back. Sorry, that's what works. When you're being invaded by foreigners, you need to be tough. Not nice, not cuddly, tough. I'm sorry, you can all learn to mow your own damn lawns. It'll be good for you. You need to get out of the house. Here is the full text of Pelosi's statement on the censure resolution. The president's repulsive defense of white supremacists demands that Congress act to defend our American values. You don't defend America. You are the opposite of America. You are communists, socialists. I know that you're progressives. You're elite socialists. That makes you special. Come on, people. It's time to wake up. You do. You must learn history. This, If you do history, you would not put up with this. You will know exactly what this is. This isn't new. This is old. It's been done over and over again. It leads to tyranny every single time. I'm tired of people working so hard for their own serfdom, but because you're dragging me down with you. Anyway. Back to the text. The president's repulsive defense of white supremacists. Did he Did he do that? Did he support white supremacists? Did he come out and say, I support you? I support what they were doing? I support this? No, he said there were bad people on both sides. That was his initial statement. And this comes after his came out again and had to say, yes, I'm against all hate groups. Nothing's good enough for them. They're still playing the mantra. Oh, no, he's, he's standing up for them. No, he's not. He didn't embrace anything. He he didn't say the next time he came back and clarified it, and he said again, there were good people on both sides, but there were violent people on both sides, and that was absolutely correct. Who do you get to say that, oh, well, Black Lives Matter and Antifa is better than neo-Nazis and and, uh, white, they're not supremacists, nationalists. How are they better? They showed up illegally to cause violence. To somebody who had a lawful, peaceful protest. And they're supposed to take the side of the protest to counter-protesters? Oh, because they're allowed to use force against hate speech. No, you're not. It's against, you cannot. It's called assault and battery, lady. I don't care what I say. The minute you touch me, that's assault and battery. It's a crime. Okay, you're she done has, with she this. She has no mind anyway. You're done with this. <laughs> no, they, don't need, they need to know the words. 
Today, members led by Representatives Jerry Nadler, Bonnie Watson, Mr. Coleman, Shardle. and Prom- this is the end, Susan. Could you be quiet? Pramilia Jayapal have filed the first censure resolution against the president. Every day, the president gives us further evidence of why such a censure is necessary. You do realize that this do- another Duver has just uh, put forth another attempt at articles of impeachment for Donald Trump. This will be the third that you don't hear about. Yeah, they're constantly pushing impeachment, articles of impeachment, articles of impeachment, articles of impeachment. Every opportunity. Oh, look, another opportunity. Articles of impeachment. This is not an impeachable offense because it's not even an offense except to you. You're offended. Okay, it's too bad. Don't listen. Indeed, with each passing day, it becomes clearer that the Republican Congress must declare whether it stands for our sacred American values. If they did that, you wouldn't be in office. Or with the president who embraces white nationalism. I'm sorry. Uh, Again, aren't white people allowed to get fed up with being the bastard child of the whole country? We founded this nation. We created this. And the, look what the Democrats are, and the left wing and the minorities are doing to the country. Are they building it up? Are they making it nicer? Or are they tearing it down and destroying it? They're tearing it down and destroying it. They're tearing down historical monuments. Just like, oh, Muslims. No wonder they get along. They're both hateful little freaks that want to destroy any evidence of anything they don't like. Why, you playing into the Democrats' heads, you're too stupid to know Republicans had nothing to do with slavery. They were anti-slavery. They weren't slavers. Someone was stuck with slaves. Because you just could you just can't free slaves. They, you, someone else would just take them. They, you can't do it. Back then you couldn't, anyway. I, Thomas Jefferson... Who they rape over the coals and and uh, Washington both were abolitionists and tried in the Constitutional Convention of, uh, along with many others in the northern states to get rid of slavery. The southern states would not have it. Any discussion of it, they were going to walk out the door. There would be no United States of America if there was no compromise, but they always planned. Are getting rid of slavery. They built it into the Constitution. Oh, yes, they did. But I have to go to break. So, Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. When was the last time you read the Constitution or reviewed the Bill of Rights? When was the last time you read them to your children? These documents, the foundation of this great nation, are not documents to be ignored. They are to be embraced. So sit down and read them to your children. And a tool you can use to do this is a little book called The Citizen's Rulebook. To receive a copy, call 602-258-6406. It only costs a dollar and can mean the difference in your children's understanding of the country they live in. 
At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the student loan helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details. Not available in all states. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Back to the Aquavid Radio Show, hour half of two. Two. Now, during the break, you said the reason that you're harping so much on this one little article, and it's not that long either, ladies and gentlemen, is because what they're you told me what they're doing by taking down the statues is trying to get, erase the history that the Democrats have when it comes to race and bigotry and, and slavery. slavery. Exactly. Because the, they were all de- all those statues Dixie they took down. Da- all yeah, they were all Democrats. Those statues they took down. The Democrats. KKK, well, the, no, you can't know that, but it's true. But, but yeah, Robert Lee was. But, uh, 
yeah, they were the party of slavery. They were the party of Jim Crow laws. Not, not us. They were, and now Democrats want to erase it. Do you realize the nineteen was a sixty four Civil Rights Act? The Democrats filibustered that. The Democrats did as as late as nineteen sixty four. Gee, weren't they racists? I think they were. I think they still are. They love using the black people. What have you done for them? What have they, if any black people, what have, what the hell has a Democrat party ever done for you? I bet half of what you're about, you're thinking in your head happened because of Republicans and not because of Democrats. But they got your vote. They lock you up. They give you the welfare. You're stuck in the inner city for the rest of your life. What a great, what a great deal. Republicans, they're pieces of crap now too, but conservatives, not so. Conservatives, won't, and Donald Trump even, wants to help black people in the ghetto. They want to help them rise up and become a, a happy and productive member of society. There could be no happiness otherwise. And we got to start talking about this. This being afraid of talking about race and skin color has got to end. Just got in. We have to be able to discuss it. I'm tired of it being a one-way shooting gallery on white people. And that was a metaphor. The media matters is listening. Anyway, where was I? Blah 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 blah. D blah 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 blah. Passing day becomes clearer. Public cards clear. Blah 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 blah. Democrats will use every avenue to challenge the repulsiveness of President Trump's words and actions. There was nothing repulsive about his words. He didn't he didn't say anything about anybody, really, negative, except stop the violence. But the but what you should read there, Democrats will use every avenue to challenge everything the president was elected to do. And they will use everything they can. No, now they're dropping the race card again. Didn't work last time. Let's try it again. He did nothing racist. I Do not listen to these people or take their little so-called quotes because they lie. Go look for the information yourself. I saw it. I watched every time he came out made a statement. About it. There was nothing racist. Nothing wrong with what he did. They're racist. They're saying white people and white nationalists are evil and that's the way it is. See, they've chosen a side. They're, they chose the wrong side. They're the ones that brought violence. They're the ones that intended to hurt people and kill people. They're the ones that did that. And no, Nazis are on the left, for God's sakes. They're so, you know, Hitler himself said, I'm a socialist. You got it? They're socialists. So they're on the left. Suck it up, porcelain dolls. You need to read a book. <laughs> A little girl telling me that. Oh, come on, little girl. Really? I was reading books before you were born. And you ain't going to find all this in your textbook because that's propaganda. you got to actually go look for it yourself. Oh, that would take some kind of, uh, I don't know, reason to want to spend their time researching something where they can just believe what the other person tells them. It's so much easier that way. Oh, yeah, especially when you live, like, in the cities where everybody's, you know, overwhelmingly doofus-eye demon crap. 
Anyway, I talk about race in the show, and I will always talk about race in the show because we have some real issues to deal with, and the government is not the solution to any of them. In fact, the government is not the solution to any of our domestic problems, not the national government. And I will spout, and I will talk about it, talk about it, no matter how angry you get or how you feel that I'm a, must be a racist because I'm talking about race. That's an argument I love to. Well, if you talk about racism, you're a racist. What? Uh, races of human beings is science. It's anthropology. There are Mongoloids, they're the Asians and natives, because after all, the Chinese came over here, the Mong- Mongolians came over here, uh, and that's where the native population came from. They weren't here. There was no people here when they got here. It's anthropology. Mongoloid, Caucasoid, and Negroid. Negro is Latin for black. Okay, don't get your panties in a bunch. Enough of this racial sensitivity and metrosexuality and men acting like women and women acting like men and inside out, upside down world. All right, up down from Fox News. The federal case against Imran Awan, a former IT aide for Democrat Florida representative Debbie Washerwoman Schultz, Expanded Thursday with an indictment on four counts, including conspiracy and making false statements. He originally was charged with a single bank fraud count. His wife, Hina Alvi, also was indicted Thursday. But she's in Pakistan. Grand jury decision in U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia comes roughly a month after Awan. And I don't know why the news kept calling him something else. It's, it's not a hard name. Awan was arrested at Dulles Airport in Virginia trying to board a plane to Pakistan, where his family is from. You probably didn't live through this, uh, likely. But if you don't know, Pakistan used to be part of India. It, yeah, it was the north part of India. And they broke away. Because Pakistanis are Muzzies. And India was Hindu, predominantly. And so they wanted their own country, and that's how Pakistan came to be. But that, was, that wasn't that long ago. It was during my lifetime. And when I was old enough to pay attention. Alright, um... That's where his family's from, Pakistan. Awan and other IT aides for House Democrats have been on investigators' radar for months over concerns of possible double billing, alleged equipment theft, and access to sensitive computer systems. Most lawmakers fired Awan in February, but Schultz has kept him on until his arrest in July. Now, let's say, first of all, the concerns of double billing, you gotta be, they didn't have to double bill. They were getting paid more. No IT person would get paid what they got paid. And two of them didn't even ever show up to work. They worked at McDonald's, and another guy worked at another place. But they had jobs doing that, and they were getting paid gigantic sums of money for doing absolutely nothing. They were ghost IT people. But even when I won being there, stealing all our secrets, uh, he was paid an unbelievable amount of money. How much did he get paid from the secrets that he sold 
to other Pakistan or wherever. Uh, we'll never. I don't think we'll ever know, really. It's just uh, double billing. Their salary is unheard of. It's ridiculous. It's like a top chief of staff salary. You don't get that as an IT guy. <sighs> anyway. So, uh, where were we? Blah, 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 blah. In, in, but be. Anyway, Thursday, with an indictment on four counts, including conspiracy and making false statements. The original was charged with a single Brankford count. His wife, Hina Alvi, also was indicted Thursday. The grand jury decision in U.S. District Court, blah, 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 of, uh, but there, catches him, blah, 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 Pakistan. Why did I, I just read that. How did I, oh, the thing jumped up. Iwan and other IT aides for House Democrats have been on investigators' radar for months. I read that, too. Oh, well. Double billing, alleged equipment theft, and access to sensitive computer systems. Most lawmakers fired Iwan in February, but not Schultz because she's being serviced by the guy, obviously. The indictment itself, which merely represents formal charges and is not a finding of guilt, addresses separate allegations that Iwan and his wife engaged in a conspiracy to obtain home equity lines of credit from the Congressional Federal Credit Union by giving false information about two properties and then sending the proceeds to the individuals in Pakistan. So they're not even going to address that they stole secrets? That's what they are. Well, I'm sure they are, but I don't know how much proof they have. So uh, so right now they're just getting them on whatever they can get them on so they can start the investigation. Whatever they know they can get them, indict them on. Now comes the more investigation and a lot of grilling. Uh, You're already indicted, buddy. You go to prison now. You want to make this easy? You want to make it hard? Gotcha. The case has put renewed scrutiny on washerwoman Schultz for keeping Awan on the payroll for months, even after a criminal investigation was revealed that he was barred from the House IT network. Not only that, the uh, the, the laptop she fought with the the Capitol Police over, you can't take that, that's mine, blah, 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 turned out to be his, not hers. Yeah, she was fighting over. Why is she so loyal to this young man? Well, look at her and then listen to her. Who would want to be her boyfriend? She is hideous. She's more so. Her voice is her. Her attitude sucks. She, she's ugly as hell. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sorry. I think she's being serviced by Iwan. <laughs> oh, God, that is a disgusting thought. Iwan and other, only if you're Iwan. Iran and other family members for years had a lucrative arrangement for IT-related work on Capitol Hill for House Democrats. According to the Daily Caller, the members of... No Muslims should be allowed into into our government and nowhere near our computer systems. Well, so you're not, that's why... All you... Muslims must be assumed loyal to Islam because they call themselves Muslims, and therefore they are the enemy. You don't, t- you don't allow the enemy to access secret information, do you? That's why you want McMaster's gone. He put those two Muslims back in power. Uh, that's not why I want him. I want him gone for a number of reasons. Um, anyway, where was I? Capital Democrats, according to the Daily Caller. The members of the Pakistani family made at least $4 million since 2009. In a recent interview published, at, could, uh, you work in IT for somebody? You making that kind of money? Mm-hmm. Make all the excuses you want doesn't fly 
In a recent interview published in the Sunset and the Washerwoman Schultz blamed the right-wing media circus fringe for the attention in Iran. Nor is nothing to about being a Muslim and uh, having access to things you shouldn't have and stealing information and blah, 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 blah. The former head of the Democrat National Committee suggested it's all part of an effort to distract from the investigation of Russian meddling in the 2016 campaign. Oh, get over it possible already. ties to President Trump's team. Why would you even bring that up? That's all, everybody, anytime they talk about this, they say, we found nothing. People from the FBI, the CIA, there's nothing. We found no collusion, nothing. As a matter of fact, the new, the newest set of emails that they're looking at prove that they didn't. They, they made numerous attempts to meet with Trump's campaign, and they were turned down. That's the newest news, but you're not going to hear about it. Because it's a narrative. And they got to have one. Because they have to stop Trump from undoing all the evil they've done to us. And they intend to do to us. Because once they're done, I'll be in a re-education camp and you'll probably be on a breadline. In a recent interview, published in the Sun Sentinel... Washerwoman Schultz blamed the right wing. Why is it? I, I don't understand. You know, growing up, I, everything's always, if you're a conservative, it's right wingers. Right wingers are evil. Right wingers are this. Ah, rah, rah. Right wingers are coming for your firstborn child. Throwing granny off the cliff. But it's all the things that they do. <laughs> they, they just project it onto us. They do and want to do. Trust me, once they're, if they're ever in full power, you'll be remembering this conversation. 406-565-4189 is the number to call. 406-565-4189. All right, any opportunity they can to pull people's eyes and ears away from what they what they take. Washington Schultz told the newspaper. What who takes? Conservatives don't take. Democrats take constantly. Any opportunity they can. Her colleagues in Congress, though, say there are serious security implications in her former staffer's case. We have to investigate how our systems may have been compromised, Representative Ron DeSantis, Republican Florida, recently told Fox and Friends. Though Iran was barred from the IT network, Washerwoman Schultz, spokesman David Damron, told Fox... She has a spokesperson? She doesn't have a job at the moment. I know. I don't get it either. Well, she can't speak for herself. She's, she's back crazy. It'd be like it's like listen, it little like listen to a white Maxine Waters. Anyway, Dameron told Fox News their office worked with the House Chief Administrative Officer to arrange for the employee to keep providing valuable services without access to the House network. Iwan, thirty-seven of Virginia, earlier pleaded not guilty to a single count of bank fraud. Okay, so they're keeping him on the payroll. I, I want bank fraud, espionage, treason, computer fraud. How about fraud in general? Because I don't think they do much about IT work. But he's still on their payroll. Mm-mm, on her payroll. Where is she getting money? She has money because she's a Democrat. She 
She got all the money for everything. Because when they fired her from the DNC, nobody reported on where she went. Uh, oh, during their time at the DNC, how many bribes do you think she got? How many? <laughs> I could Lord. go on and on. She's the most, She's a corrupt piece of crap. That's why she's so ugly. So inside turns into outside sooner or later. If you're evil inside, the outside starts to turn. And man, she is ugly. Yeah, yeah so it's Hillary. So it's Pelosi. Ugly, and she doesn't even look like she bathes regularly. <laughs> yeah, I know, you're always making comments about her hair. <laughs> it looks greasy. I just saw a picture of her. Greasy, it looks greasy. and she's got like pimples on her face because she never washes her face. She's just ugly. <sighs> I live off grid. I don't have any running water. And I don't have pimples on my face. Wash it with baby wipes. Works. I wash it with soap and water. Yeah, it's a waste of water. No, not for my little face. To me, any use of water that's unnecessary is a waste. Yeah, but baby wipes cost money. True. Water's so free. So is soap. Our water is free. So is soap. Ha. You didn't think that one through, did you? All right, down. Why was that an up-down? You're just thinking it's a, the other one was just a down. Why was it an up-down? No up, sorry. They caught him. No, sorry. That's old news. <laughs> we already did that in a previous story. You can't be saying it's up now. It's a different story. We already know we got caught. So we didn't get caught, really. All they deal with right now is bank fraud. What did, what, what did he do with all the information he had access to? That's what we need to find out. But what they're doing is they, they're going to use this as leverage to make him talk. Muslims might not talk though. They, you know, they're that brainwashed into their religion that oh good, you're gonna send me for prison if, for not talking to you. Oh good, Allah will love me. Yep. I'll have extra virgins when yep. I get to heaven. Yep, 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 yep. That's who we do it. That's why we have to use waterboarding because they're religious fanatics. That's why the we have hardest people to deal with on the planet is religious fanaticism. That's why they have we have to bomb them into I keep saying that so we'd stop putting people on the ground, just drop bomb. a lot of bombs. Big I mean, bombs. Like we did. let's do some more Moabs. <laughs> yeah. Moab says mother of all bombs. And Trump was the first one to use it. Hoorah. Use more. I know I have to pay for it. I don't care. If I gotta pay to fight them, I wanna see big explosions. I don't want to see boots on the ground. I just say, boom, whole town gone. You do that to one town, and then you, set, you put some flyers out. We're, if you don't change your ways, we're coming to your town next. Sooner or later, they're going to change their ways. Or they die. Either way, it works for me. Sorry, Islam has been around way too long, and it's and they're way too evil. And their whole goal is to rule the world. And when Hitler wanted to rule the world, you said he was evil. But when Muslims say they want to do it, you're just like, oh, they're just kidding. They don't mean it. You don't have to be like that. <laughs> and you're going to go to Briggs. Jim Quapin Radio Show. You stay tuned, guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, we got a little humor for you here called You Might Be a Liberal Too by Popular Demand. 
if you think Rosie O'Donnell is intelligent. You might be liberal. If you think Hillary Rotten Clinton is hot. You might be liberal. If you hug trees more often than your spouse. You might be a liberal. If you think Al Gore knows anything about science. You might be liberal. If you think the rich are not taxed enough. You might be a liberal. If you think Bill Clinton did not have sexual relations with that woman. You might be a liberal. If comedian Al Franken's voice turns you on. Oh, you might be a liberal. If you think Michael Moore knows anything about being healthy. Uh, you might be a liberal. If you like watching The View. You might be a liberal. If you have fainted at an Obama rally. You might be a liberal. If you get all your news from John Stewart. You might be a liberal. If you think the federal government is operating within its constitutional limits. Uh, you might be a liberal. If your favorite family movie is an inconvenient truth. You might be a liberal. If you think John McCain is a true conservative. You might be a liberal. And finally, if you think Maxine Waters, Democrat of California, is not a left-wing liberal progressive socialist commie fascist bastard, uh, you might be a liberal. <laughs> Coming soon, John McCain and Lindsey Graham star in the tender sequel to Brokeback Mountain, Return to Saddlesore Canyon. You know, Lindsey, you spend a few days out on the campaign trail, away from all the other Republicans, with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead. Well, it makes a man think different, feel different. You know what I mean? You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores. President Trump called me and informed me he was firing Director Comey. I told the president, Mr. President, with all due respect, you are making a big mistake. Senator Harry from Nevada says Comey broke the law. One Democratic lawmaker is calling on Comey to resign. The FBI director, okay, you violated these two protocols. That kind of an ambiguity bomb this close to election was a terrible lapse in judgment. I agree with Eric Holder. I think here, um, Director Comey made a great mistake. I call it an October betrayal of long-standing FBI protocol. Sitting FBI director has abused his power. He's acting in concert and coordination with the House Republicans. End of story. I think that uh, Comey acted in an outrageous way. Should he step down? I think he should take a hard look at uh, what he has done, uh, and I think it would not be a bad thing for the American people. Do you believe that uh, Jim Comey should resign, Senator Reid? Of course. The answer is that he resigns by midnight tonight. All I can tell you is the FBI director has no credibility. I hear all this, you know, well, this is class warfare, this is whatever. No, 
There is nobody in this country who got rich on his own. Nobody. You built a factory out there, good for you. But I want to be clear, you moved your goods to market on the roads the rest of us paid for. You hired workers the rest of us paid to educate. You uh, were safe in your factory because of police forces and fire forces that the rest of us paid for. You didn't have to worry that marauding bands would come and seize everything at your factory and hire someone to protect against this because of the work the rest of us did. Now look, you built a factory and it turned into something terrific or a great idea. God bless, keep a big hunk of it. But part of the underlying social contract is you take a hunk of that and pay forward for the next kid who comes along. Quad Radio Show, Hour 3. You know, it's kind of incredible that we agree with all those Democrats that were saying how horrible Homie the Comey is. Yeah, until <laughs> until suddenly they changed their tune, right? Yep. I just don't understand. Do the American people not, not hear, know this? Do they not hear it? I, You know, like some places like New York where, you know, there is no conservative talk radio to listen to, I guess. But it's not true there is. But nobody does. Because my assessment of New Yorkers was always the same. They didn't have time to deal with politics and all that nonsense. It's too depressing. And then they just go vote D when the time comes. If they vote at all. A lot, thank, you should think that a lot of New Yorkers don't vote. Because they're some of the most misinformed people I've ever had the pleasure of living with. All right. Moving along, it's a down, (laughs) kind of a trend. Again from CNS News. In a memo to employees of Apple Inc., CEO Tim Cook announced that the tech giant would be donating $1 million each to the Southern Poverty Law Center, Hate Group, and Anti-Defamation League, another hate group. Matching donations by employees, two for one, and allowing iTunes users to directly support the work of the SPLC. Don't, don't. The Southern Poverty Law Center is a hate group. They are, they are a hate group. They are prejudiced. They are left-wing operatives, and they are a hate group. They, the the places that, that they call hate groups aren't hate groups. They're the hate group. But keep buying into the stupidity. I believe Apple has led by example, and we're going to keep doing that, said Cook. We have always welcomed people from every walk of life to our stores around the world and showed them that Apple is inclusive of everyone. Yeah, as long as you have lots of money. What's an iPhone going for, about $1,000? Are you kidding me? I haven't bought a computer for $1,000 in the last two decades. Well, at least last decade. Unbelievable. Really? Uh, I I believe Apple has led by example. 
And we're going to keep doing that. Well, how do you figure? Uh, what kind of charities do you send money to? Uh, selling selling a product to a minority, uh, it's it's not laudable. Everybody has to do that. You, you can't say, I'm not going to sell it to you because you're black. It's against the law. It shouldn't be, but it's against the law. Well, I think if, when that happens, it opens up a market for black entrepreneurs to open up a business for black people that are turned away from the other business. You see, it, it's... This is the problem with the left. You can't think about, you can't think things through. There's no critical thinking. There's nothing. You can't understand how the system works. If somebody says, I'm not serving black people, some black person will find a way to open up an establishment for specifically black people. And then the white people lose the business and the black guy makes lots of money off the business, and eventually the white guy goes out of business. You can't turn away the most... The, the key is, though, you can't turn away the most qualified applicants, no matter their skin color. If if you're more qualified, you have your skin is a different color, that doesn't matter. You're qualified. That's what I care about as an employer. I want to know that you can do the job. Now, if if you go and say, no, I'm only going to take white people, and the only white people you have are Ill- applying for the job are illiterate, lazy doofus eye, how long do you think you're going to have customers? This stuff fixes itself if the government stays out of it. The free market takes care of it. We don't have a free market. So when people like Obama's go, oh, they say let the free market take care of it. But that can't work. We're going to do that. That's why that won't work. No, we don't have a free market, doofus. That's why it doesn't work. We need a free market. In other words, we the people decide by where we put our foot traffic and where we place our money. Again, if you have a business and you're turning away the most qualified people because they're not your favorite skin color, you're not going to do very well in business. And this was being understood before the 1964 Civil Rights Act. And the reason is, the reason there was a 1964 Civil Rights Act is because they're pretty much riding the wave. They saw it coming. They wanted to take credit for it. It was already happening. And then once they took credit for it, got involved, it stopped. Do you see what happened? The free market was adjusting. White, uh, white racists were going out of business. Black entrepreneurs were making money. Everything was changing. People were going, this is stupid, on their own. They didn't need help. But then the government got involved and pissed everybody off, and now we're, like, divided by a chasm like the Grand Canyon. Yeah, well, that was because of the socialists and the communism, communists getting involved. It's because of the whole notion that the government can do anything about anything. Again, we still have prejudice today because of the government, not because of the people. If the government would get out of the way and stop taking our money and giving it to, to minorities that don't do anything, um, have them become productive members of society, I don't care what your skin color is. All is I want you to do is stop taking my money. Become someone who's productive instead of destructive. That's all. It's not that hard, really. It's, it's, it's like a, it's just a slight tick. Difference the way your mind thinks. Just a slight tick. All you have to do is flip that switch. Tick. And you're off to, wait a minute. Why do I want to put up with this and welfare and ghettos when I can go out 
and get a job and do this, or I can start a business and I can do that. That's what we're looking for. That's what I want for everybody in this country. I don't give a crap about your skin color. Well, I don't want Muslims to do that. I don't even want them to be here. Islam is a different story. It changes everything. It's a government, religion, all wrapped up in one. And uh, so that's a totally different topic. That has nothing to do with race. Anybody could be a Muslim. Yeah, because Muslim isn't a race. (laughs) I keep trying to explain that, but you just said it was. No, everybody... I just, no, you just said that you wanted everyone in America had to have this opportunity. I yes. want to take opportunities no, no. away from Muslims. No, I do, for the Muslims too. Yep, I do. Because if they can think that way, they'll stop being Muslims. Islam does does not really allow for a whole lot of entrepreneurs and thinking outside the box. You're only supposed to know the Quran and nothing else. Um, so it, it it's a no-growth religion, period. So you're not going to get you're not gonna get Muslim entrepreneurs into if they become an entrepreneur, they'll leave. They won't be Muslim anymore. They won't, they'll just stop. Because they don't work together unless you're working for the mullahs. It doesn't work. Muslims in this country own all kinds of businesses. Mm-hmm. And they're not necessarily good Muslims. Or maybe they are. But do understand that they got a special loan from the government to start that business that they couldn't have got if they weren't a minority. Including being Muslim is another minority. Even though there's a billion of them on the planet, they're a minority. Another here, Here's the best way to look at all these things. Another protected class by the left-wing liberal progressive socialist commie fascist status bastards that have been taking over our country for over 100 years. Almost 200 years. Don't you ever do that to me again. Do we have to have a conversation like Hannity with his staff? Who works for whom? I'll just go somewhere else if you keep it up. Where was I? You hate Apple. I believe Admiral has led by example. Yes, for everybody that's useless and idiotic. And we're going to keep doing that. Good for you. I don't understand what you're leading at. I hook it up with the Southern Pop, uh, the biggest hate mongering group in the country. I, I don't, I don't, well, Apple people are dumb. They buy Apple. They're, they're you know, it's amazing. They, it upsets me that they show that on like geniuses by Apple. No, they don't. Intelligent people don't buy Apple. People that are intellectually incompetent buy Apple, and and intellect and uh, intellectually challenged. It's harder to deal with Android because oh, you can't just go to Android store. Go to Android. What do they call those Apple people that sit behind the counter and do all that tech work? That they're not all that. Uh, they don't have that for Android. You got to figure it out yourself. Go to go on the boards and ask questions and figure it out for yourself. But you know what happens when you learn by that? You know and no longer need help doing all those things. Notice Apple people always have to bring their computer and phones back to the Apple store for the Apple techs to look at. And they call them, I think they call them doctors. It's a weird name they have for them. I don't know. They're just techs. And they're not only brilliant, but it's just that they're just 
Apple people don't want to have to deal with knowing anything about computer operating system. And that's why Apple is, uh, if you have money, that's why Apple is so popular because you don't have to know too much. There's really not a lot of problems. They don't have a lot of virus problems and malware towards it. And what are you doing? Sitting here. Yeah. I'm just sitting here. You can call the number and go listen over there. I'm just sitting here listening to you. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Susan, I don't have anything to do. I can't have this conversation on air. Nobody can see you. It is not TV. Could you stop it, please? <clears throat> in the wake of the tragic and repulsive events in Charlottesville, nothing like trying to uh, get free advertising. We are stepping up to help organizations who work to rid our country of hate. Oh, you going to get rid of Islam then? The whole, the whole religion is hate. The memo also commented on President Donald Trump's response to the violence that took place in Charlottesville, Virginia, condemning what Cook saw as a moral equivalence made in Trump's statements of the event. We must not witness, I'm sorry, hate is hate. Last time I checked, that is a moral equivalence. Hate is hate, violence is violent. And are you going to say that one person's hate's better than the other person's hate? Or one person's violence is better than the other person's violence? At what, when are you justified to turn to violence because people use words? That's what happened. And that's what they want to happen. And that's what they make happen. Higher could you work for Apple? Apple's Apple went bankrupt. Microsoft bailed out Apple. Microsoft still owns stock in Apple. So if you think you're not doing Microsoft, you're on Apple. You're doing the same thing. They're all they're together. Apple has to exist, or Microsoft has to be broken up, and that's what they're afraid of. So that's why they keep Apple existing, even though they financially crumbled. And yet they put uh, they put Commodore out of business. The best computer and operating system I have ever used, and it was put out by the idiotic idiots that wanted to buy IBMs because they had better games. Clones. They won the white Microsoft won the war. Put another operating system out of it, and one that made them look stupid. I mean, very stupid. First of all, Commodore had one of the first GUI point-and-click things before Apple existed. And then Apple didn't have point-and-click in the beginning. They just had typey-typey like DOS. You, no one remembers that. Everything was, you had to type commands in. There was no mouse and pointy-clicky. Didn't exist. All right. Where are we in this story? Uh, Charles Wilson condemning what Cook saw's moral equivalence made in Trump's statements on the event. Someone tell me how you shouldn't make moral equivalence. Violence is violence, is it not? You're justified in using violence if it's against people that you don't like their political ideology or the words that they speak. That contones violence. That means their violence is acceptable. That is what they keep saying. 
their violence is acceptable. The other side defending itself from their from was unacceptable. That's the problem. They don't want us to fight back. They thought I had they had us in a place where, no matter what happens, we're not going to fight back. But we're fighting back, and we're going to continue to fight back, and we're going to ramp up fighting back. And if they want to keep up with the violence, look, this is how it works. You can't fight violence at words. You get your teeth knocked out. We must not witness or permit such hate and bigotry in our country. What hate and bigotry? They were just pissed off about being treated like third-class citizens in their own country. Yeah, that's... There's no bigotry on the left. There's no hate on the... Wait a minute. That's all they are is hate and bigotry. This is not about the left or the right, conservative or liberal. It's about human decency and morality. I agree. They should be able to peacefully have a have a protest without a bunch of violent jackasses coming and trying to kill them. I, I agree. That's how it should work. But the left doesn't. They come with violence every time to the words. They don't come with words. They don't come to debate. They come to beat, destroy, hurt, kill. Oh, but the guy with the car, he wanted to kill too. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was a neo-Nazi, which was, the neo-Nazi group was there because Soros paid them to be there. And again, had nothing to do with the lawful protest that they had a permit for called white nationalists, not racists, not Nazis, not neo-Nazis. Not Antifa, fascists. Well, we all know Antifa's on the left, but they that's just because they don't realize that Antifa's so different than the, uh, than the neo-Nazis. Do you want to do this tonight? I don't. Okay. Where was I? I I don't think I want to talk about this anymore. Okay. I think you beat it to death. I don't think it can be beat to death. I don't I don't think people understand what's going on. I think too many people buy into this nonsense that Trump's a racist. This is all, all because of Trump. and We have to get rid of Trump. It's all about stopping Trump. And you have to ask yourself why. The pro, Oh, notice the rhinos in the Republican Party, too. They want to end yep. Trump. You got Lindsey Graham, which originally, oh, he calls me in the middle of the night. He's, a piece he's of such crap. a girl. He's just a little girl. Uh, McCain is a piece of crap. He's, and come on, why are we listening to him? He has the most he, best, <laughs> aggressive form of brain tumor that exists. His brain and his frontal lobe has already been damaged. The man has no mind. Why is he still around? Why is he still hold a seat in the Senate? It's over. Your brain is toast no matter what happens. You were your brain was toast a decade ago. And again, another person that has to, to be removed from office, he has to die. I he's look the evil because if you watch his facial expressions when he does serves like when he did the thumbs down for the vote just to stick it to Trump about getting rid of Obamacare, you should have looked at his face. Pure hatred and evil. Purely hatred and evil. Because he is evil, and he is a prog, and he is very close to meeting his maker. And you would think that would make the man take stock before he meets his maker, but no, he's doubling down! Yeah. 
Yeah, he I is. guess he wants to. I guess he just loves Lucifer, and he must go to hell. They have a special suite for him down there. That's going to be better than other people's lives, I guess. I don't know. Have a good time. Burn, baby, burn. All right, let's try it out from Fox News. The katana. The katana is a Japanese sword. It's their main sword. The little sword is a naganita. No, no, the uh, the naganita is a smaller sword that the um, the assassins, the uh, ninja use. A naganita. And then there's a small sword of Japanese uses, <clears throat> mostly, uh, I think, for cooking, and also from dis- dis- disemboweling, you know, Harry carrying themselves. But, you know, the katana is the samurai sword. The katana was the weapon of the samurai, but a new law soon will make it perfectly legal for Texans to publicly carry the warrior blade along with a range of swords and other long knives. Why isn't it already? I don't... I have to check the laws, but I'll, I think I can carry a knife I want. Open. Carry. Here in Montana. Yeah, in Montana. In many places I've been, I have carried a knife open. Uh, even in California, you can do that. Southern California. You didn't know that? Yeah, you can carry. Uh, you know, it's a dead giveaway. Watch uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy. They all carry these, you know, long knives. It's not a folding knife. It's a sheath knife. Uh, what's that called? A... I have no a idea. A non-folding knife, okay? <laughs> a Bowie knife? No, there's all kinds of non-folding <laughs> knives. Anyway, um, so I I didn't know Texas didn't. I thought Texas, you could do whatever you want, eh? Yeah, they're trying to turn Texas so bad. Um, San Antonio, Houston's a, a Houston completely... Is, yeah, Houston and San Antonio are liberal hellholes. Yep. And that's why, again, Texas is not all that. That needs to, needs to be fixed. Uh, too many people that don't want liberty, usually because they're told white liberty means black death. Anyway. In a twist on typical open carry laws that deal with guns, Texas, starting September 1st, will end its ban on the open carry of any blade longer than five and a half inches. Oh, okay. We, we already have that in Montana. There's no ban on long knives at all. Just no switchblades. Some other states are looking at us as a return to the Old West, said Deanna Nip, owner of Charlie's Knife Shop in El Paso. The new law, while drawing some attention in the press, has stayed at relatively under the radar. Some Texas residents Fox News spoke with didn't know about the change. I think it will be similar to the open carry law in Texas for firearms in that it will be a big stir for a while, and then it will die down. State Representative John Frulo, who sponsored the bill, believes the length of the blade doesn't necessarily make society any more dangerous. Julian Sins, an employee at Charlie's, agrees. You can make a lot of damage with a small knife if you know how to use it. You don't need a big knife to make damage. If So if someone needs something for cutting something big, this is good. Uh, well, no. Swords have reached. Much better in fighting. You don't have to get close. Therefore, it's hard to get hit. There is a difference between in knife fighting and sword fighting. And sword fighting, 
you keep away from the person and attack them or counter or pate. But yes, I took. I, I was a fencer in high school. I found organized football boring in the high school I was in. But sword fighting was fun. But really, carrying around is awkward as hell. Why would you want to? I I have long. Uh, I have some long blades, but nothing that long. And it, it, you know, every time you want to sit down, it's a hassle. It just gets in the way all the time. So I really don't think a katana is going to catch on, like a, for the average person walking around. But I'm just saying. House Bill 1935, which eliminated knives from the list of items that are a crime to carry in Texas, was passed in June with bipartisan support. Texas Penal Code made it crime to carry any illegal knife. Okay, but what is it? Which was any blade bigger than five and a half inches. Now, here in Montana, like most states, folding knives, pocket knives, you're only allowed a blade at four and a half inches. Or, no, four inches. Sorry, four inches. So most most blades on the market, if you notice, the folders are three and a half inches. Because almost everywhere that's illegal. That's just a pocket knife. Which is silly. I could kill somebody with that. Quite easily. But, uh... <laughs> I, I, uh who's going to carry around a katana? That's <laughs> a full-size sword, man. Right? It's, it's just awkward as hell. When you can carry a firearm, I mean, you can in Texas, I'm just saying. All right, Texas penal code made a crime to carry legal knife, blah, 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 blah. But analysis from the House Research Organization found that some people felt properly enforcing the illegal knife rule could be discriminatory because the statute was vague and could cause confusion over what constituted an illegal knife. Frula said the bill sets rules that citizens, law enforcement, and courts can better understand. I think everything we need, we did is based on a common sense approach. Now, common sense is dead, trust me. It said Frula. The chairwoman of the El Paso County Democrats told Fox News she doesn't think the law is necessary. I personally, as a parent, I'm a little bit disturbed by the fact that we are removing those limitations I think there are people who, for very legitimate reasons like work, do need to carry around knives and things of that nature. I'm not sure that service or what public need is met by removing those limits, said Ileana Hulguin. It's called freedom. Yeah, well, you know what's amazing? Uh, for a friend of mine, Paul, he, he's, he's watched uh, Braveheart a lot. And he didn't know... That in the end, he screamed out freedom. Yep, that's what he did. He didn't know. He's, he thought he screamed out, finally gave in and screamed out in pain. And like, no, he screamed freedom. He didn't break the opposite. He screamed freedom. But I have the same problem with music. I can't hear some of the lyrics. Always been that way. It's not, a, it's not like damage just i'm sorry they mumbled too much at old music <laughs> i just couldn't break them out half the time uh okay here we go we got rid of illegal knives and made them location restricted knives said furlo what, what is it illegal we got rid of illegal knife. why is a knife illegal what has it done to you how did it break the law 
I'm telling you, I've never seen a knife jump up off the table and kill somebody. Or a gun, for that matter. Each state has its own knife carry law. Even before the Texas change, other states were more restrictive, according to NIP. California and Taxachusetts are two of the strictest in the country, only allowing a two-inch blade to be carried. Blades are measured from where the blade enters the handle to the tip. All right. Susan, could you explain to me how a two-inch blade is not dangerous? I can't kill somebody with that? Yeah. I know I can. Just pop them in the neck by a carotid artery. Done. You're on a nice slice right down the juggle of carotid. It's over. Done. But it's only a two-inch blade. I... You could do that with a sharpened credit card. <laughs> you can use anything as a weapon. I was taught that when I did the self-defense And class. you should always think of everything. Always look around your surroundings. And everything everything can be, is a weapon. Everything can be yep. a weapon. Not as good, obviously, not as effective as other weapons, but still effective as a weapon. It's not going to, you know, I mean, you're not going to kill someone with a book at 20 yards. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to do that. But... If you're an up close and personal, that binding of that book, right? You can hit him in the temple, hit him in the ear, hit him in the you just these spots. You just whack at him, and it's effective. It's it's more effective than a hand, and you don't hurt yourself and risk getting, you know, all kinds of diseases from their blood entering your blood. And just hand to hand combat's it's just too too dangerous nowadays. <laughs> Everyone's going, what's he talking about? I think that what people need to keep in mind is this is one of man's oldest tools. Yes, it may need to be a personal defense tool at some point. I hope not for any of my customers, but this is a tool, said Nip. Yes, and so is a firearm, and so is a chainsaw, and so is a machete. And so I could go on. There's lots of two screwdrivers are cool. You can kill with any one of those easily. All right, down. No, you can't do this. I can't? From recommended for you? Yeah, I I copied and pasted it wrong. I guess so. Uh, yeah. Okay, just keep keep going. Actually, what we need to do is this. Last one. Okay, the number call is 506-565-4189. That's 406-565-4189. With that, we're going to go to a break. See you on Crop and Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. We are the socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? 
Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncle Robert Radio Show. Hour half of three... All right. Moving along to some monuments are too big to take down. I disagree. From USA Today. Although a few communities are removing a few statues, the nation's Confederate memorial infrastructure, estates, plantations, battlefields, graveyards, birthplaces, shrines, and at least two huge obelisks is too vast and diverse to be moved, hidden, or destroyed. The sites range from small, privately owned house museums honoring obscure soldiers to the massive bas-reliefs carved in the site of Stone Mountain, Georgia, 
that historian uh, Fitzhugh Brunag says a billboard to white nationalism. How do soldiers riding horses lead to white nationalism? And again, there's they're mixing white nationalism with white supremacists. They are not the same thing. They just pretty much want, want to be left alone. They don't want to be lording over anybody. Yes, I've been doing my research. I've been studying white nationalism because I never heard of it before. And so I want to see what it was all about. Uh, just like alt-right, that never existed to like uh, in, in my world until like a year ago. just didn't happen. There was no such thing. I never heard of it. Never. And I'm all over the internet. You know that. So how the heck is that possible? These places are an almost inexhaustible, inexhaustible source of potential flashpoints for battle between those who want to preserve or remove Confederate symbols. Yeah, well, just so you know, thankfully, Gettysburg has come out and said, we will not remove anything, and you will not remove anything. That's the end of that discussion. Well, that's what a lot of these places are saying, too. They're like, we're not going to do it, and we're not going to let anybody else you do can, it. You can muscle the local governments to doing stuff, but you can't deal with private citizens and private-run right. things like Gettysburg is a museum run privately. Yep. You can't make them do anything. I'd like to see the first lawsuit to try to make them to do something. I'll tell you what. They do that, and patriots from around this country will show up, and there will be bloodshed, and there will not be bats and shields and motorcycle helmets. It'll be bulletproof vests, tactical vests, and, and well, AR-15s. Shotguns. They really do not understand what they're playing with. They no, they have no idea. They think, idea. they think we're just going to fold and go away. If everyone knows we're just getting angrier and angrier, we have a lot of patience in this country. But the vast majority of people that love this country are fine. And I'm not just talking about white people. Black people, brown people, yep. Asians, all of us. We're tired of the tyranny of the left. All they bring is misery. The future will be dark. Only if those people are in charge. They say, if we're in charge, it'll be like, oh, you you would hate for me to be president of the United States, wouldn't you? I don't think so. Not my listeners. Maybe you just tuned in. You're right of Genghis Khan. I'm conservative. I'm a paleocon. I created that term, by the way, so I have no problem with people using it against me. It's not a derogatory term. It means I am a real conservative, rooted in history and fact. Not a neocon that's really a progressive that calls themselves a conservative. <sighs> All right. They're an issue that President Trump raised Thursday on Twitter, sad to see the history and culture of our great country being ripped apart with the removal of our beautiful statues and monuments. You can't change history, but you can learn from it. Robert E. Lee, Stonewall Jackson, who's next? Washington, Jefferson? Yeah, actually it already started, Washington and Jefferson. Yep. 
I'm sorry, why are we catering to black Americans? Why do they get special consideration in history? What about negative things about white people in history? Should we remove that? Should we? Should we just color history the way we want? Yes, that's what the left does. Because if you knew the history, you wouldn't listen to a word they said. Because the outcome's already known. You will become a serf. And they will become elites. That's it. End of conversation. Enjoy your cheese line. It's a sticky wicket. Well, I haven't heard that in a while. Christy Coleman, CEO of the American Civil War Museum, said in an interview earlier this week, I am a public educator, and like them or not, these things have a story to tell. Erasing Confederate sites from the American landscape would be difficult or impossible. Look, let me explain to you. The I've done this on the show. Part of the Communist Manifesto is you must remove all human-like statues, animal-like statues, living thing statues from the public square. Only abstract art should be displayed, because this, the other, makes us think of the individual as important, where the abstract says none of us are important. Hence the collectiveness of communism, socialism, and the need to remove any statue. This is just a ruse to get rid of them. They're not going to stop for Confederate statues. This is just the newest thing they can get away with. Why do we let them get away with it? Because the ACLU will sue the local government. The local government doesn't have funds. And great. Find someone someone to take the statue privately and put it, put it in a museum or, or something. But, all right, it's bad enough asking that they be taken down. When they actually go out as a mob and tear them down and destroy the monuments that cannot be replaced, that's a different issue. Why doesn't anyone see that? They're not asking you to come to their side of this thing and let's try and figure this out. They've decided they're right, you're wrong, and they're just going to do it on their own. And they have. They're pulling down. No one's doing anything to them. My Lord, one day they're going to do something like that from of the wrong person. God forbid that person's going to snap and blow their freaking brains out. I'm telling you, it's a matter of time before it happens. You can push people only so far. It's time that we all realize that the minorities have pushed way beyond too far. And now we're getting fed up with the whole idea of giving a crap about who the hell you are, what your complaints are. When you complain about frivolous nonsense just because you're full of hate, we see that, you know. We, we don't like it. We don't agree with it, and we're not for it, which means everything you say after that is colored the same way. Congratulations, you're stupid. The minute you destroy, the minute you went to violence, you lost. Go ahead, keep doing it. You think Shea Whitey's just going to, as a group, just lay down and, and, and die for you? You will push so far till other people won't take it, and they're going to push back. And you're not going to like it in the least. I got bad news for you. You think you're all that? You're a bunch of victims walking. What, are you going to throw a urine bottle at me? I'm going to blow your head off. That Again, that's assault. Or else... I'm going to take my axe and chop you in the skull. Whatever I have to do 
to end the takeover, violent takeover of my country from left-wing lunatics. You don't like the Constitution? Leave! Plenty of countries out there that are socialist. Go for it, baby. We're not going to miss you at all. Go. We'll pay. I'll tell you what. All the people in welfare, anybody in welfare that wants to go to Liberia, I'll pay for the boat ticket. You can go back to where you started from. Well, that's funny because that's one of uh, Hannity's kind of commercial slash parodies. All those liberals who said they were going to leave the country when Trump got elected. It happens every election. The jet is fueled and ready to go. (laughs) No, it isn't. But what I said is true. I guarantee you I can find enough people to to contribute to your plane ticket to Africa. You should go to Liberia. And that sucks in Liberia. There's no good place over there, but at least Liberia's ex-American slaves. They have something in common. You hate this country? Leave. You hate the Constitution? Leave. We're not even following the Constitution. You people can't handle it. There's no government help in the Constitution. You'd have to go and beg or go to a charity or church. Oh, my God, the horror. It's amazing. We went from a society that always accepted charity, individual charity, group charities, Anything but government charity that was never accepted in this country. It was FDR that broke us. He broke us. Now, we think of charity as demeaning and taking money from the government is just fine. Inside out, upside down world. Government is using your money for who they think they want to be charitable for. That's inappropriate. You take your money and decide... What charity? The government doesn't take your money for charity. It takes it for operating expenses. That's it. And it's way beyond its operation. <clears throat> anyway. Okay, let's see. There are a lot of them. More than 700 statues, monuments in 31 states. That does not include things like homesteads and museums. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, who wants them all ripped down privately or otherwise burnt to the ground? These are the most the hateful people, people I have ever met. And the people that run them killed. Yes, I, they're the most hateful people I've ever met, the Southern Poverty Law Center. And I don't know how people down south actually allow them to exist, because I'd be, i got to tell you, people down south are a little bit more, um, how can I say it? Um, Protective? Yeah, yeah. Also able to raise violence and in opposition of enemy. I just, you would think they would just burn that place to the ground down there. You, I, I would, South must have changed Georgia and such because Southern Poverty Law Center uh, is anti-American, anti-white political group. Just so you know. Where am I? There are more than 40 Kentucky, and even though two-thirds of Kentuckians who fought in the Civil War did so for the Union. And many of these sites, not especially portable. Beauvoir, the Mississippi homestead of Confederate President Jefferson Davis, is controlled by the state chapter of the Sons of Confederate Veterans. 
a neo-confederate it's not a neo what see they do that to neo-nazi neo-confederate they're not the same thing they wish to preserve history history should never be what history should never be whitewashed history must be learned so that we can understand the lessons they teach if you wipe it out we learn nothing there's nothing to learn we don't know it's nothing to think about these statues and stuff make people think that's a good thing this is history this happened you don't eliminate it you don't eliminate history ever this is what the muslims do and this is now what the progressives do they're the unreligious islam how are they better than muslims who who destroy all works of art where they take a place over that because it makes islam look bad because they didn't come up with it oh the left does oh just delete history delete rewrite history find a history book that's correct find a textbook in his u.s history that's absolute actually correct in any way shape or form go ahead you're not going to find it doesn't exist they've rewritten history completely okay well and the same thing they just did the same crap here in montana which i'm very ashamed of there was a fountain that was donated by the daughters of the confederacy and they're dismantling it now. It has absolutely no symbols on it. Hey, we had our chance to get rid of that piece of shit governor, and we didn't do it. And now they could suffer the consequences. Let them get out. Uh, let's see. Let them get pissed off about this. That's what I want to see. But I don't think we're going to see it here in Montana. There's too many Democrats. They're all unionized Democrats. Spit humans. Union, 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 union. Autocade brings money back to the state. Yeah, it's illegal and constitutional. I'm glad you're proud of them. Anyway. The only thing, it, it's not a neo-Confederate group. It's just a historical group called the Daughters of the Revolution. The, the Daughters of the Confederate Army. There's, there's, there's both of these things. There's Sons of Liberty. There's Sons of the Confederacy. They, they try and keep her out alive the history it's not glorifying anything it's keeping alive the hit history should be learned from never erased yeah so we don't repeat it like we're doing right now if yeah well if they taught history the american citizen wouldn't let happen no what's going on right they now. wouldn't but they that's the reason why they don't that's the reason they get rid of it that's the reason why they twist it because they are controlling these people and they can keep doing that by doing just what they're playing with and they're just, okay, yeah, right, that's bad, that's good, that's bad, that's good. We're, we're in a sad state of affairs, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for Americans to wake up, and it's time for you to wake up the people around you. If you haven't already done so, I don't care if you lose friends, family, anything. Uh, this is bigger than your friends and family. This is the future of the country. It affects everybody, including your family and friends, whether they know it or not. Your children and grandchildren. Great, great. It goes on. Once you make something happen, it goes through history. But the point is not to do it in the first place or learn from history. But they don't want you to learn from history because all the lessons of history say collectivism failed. And by the way, the people that voted to take down that fountain are cowards. Now nah, that piece is a crap. And cowards. I don't care about that coward covered under pieces of crap. 
The only thing that's going to move the 1852 mansion, one of only 2,600 National Historic Landmarks, and a top Gulf Coast tourist attraction is a hurricane. But Beauvoir is a mere paperweight compared to the 35-story concrete obelisk, one of the nation's largest, in the state park in Fairview, Kentucky, to Mark Davis's birthplace. Similarly, in Asheville, North Carolina, the most notable downtown landmark is a 75-foot high granite obelisk that sits in a public square. It honors a Reconstruction-era governor who owned slaves and opposed the free slaves' right to vote. There's also the question Trump cites, which sites should be condemned. Where do you draw the line? You can't. You keep history alive. That's the line. Take Robert E. Lee, the Confederate general venerated by generations of white Southerners, as well as many in the North. He came to personify the now discredited lost cause argument that South rebelled in 1861, not over slavery, but states' rights. It is not lost. That is exactly what they did. It was a states' rights issue. Yes, it was. Because slavery was a states' rights issue, you can't separate them. These people, again, even in this article, they're misleading everyone. Under the Constitution, the rule of law, slavery was legal, and every every state had the obligation of returning said escape property to the owner if the owner showed up to claim. You didn't have to send it back to the state. You had to go all the way there and get it. And get get it back. But then you have to turn them over, and that's it. And the the Northern state said no. Now, I, I'm, I was all for abolition. I was, there was half of the people, at least, in the convention of 1787 that wanted to abolish slavery. But the ones that had to rely on slavery for their, for their totally existence, uh, they, they, there was no people to work the fields. And they would have to just stop. I mean, and England wasn't for that either, by the way. Anyway, I- I'm just saying. It's a very complicated situation. It's not. It's not the same. It's just not simple. You can't just like say this is evil, and so everybody should have been against it. Well, no, because it was accepted societally before we ever came to this country, this continent, by the place called Europe. We left. There was already slavery. This is already a fact of life. We came over here as British subjects. Again, and so the, they looked for slaves. First, it was Native American Indians, but they were they couldn't handle the work and the and the heat and, and the disease. They they didn't do very hey, well. The natives took slaves all the time. They they were constantly slaves. So I have no business giving a crap about them either. But so they went to the Africans like, because they used to the heat. They're strong, uh, disease resistant. They were incredible. Physical machines, and that's what I keep saying. We're different. We're mental. They're physical, and that's how it still kind of splits for some some today. Uh, but I'm just saying. So the Dutch sold us slaves that were sold by black Muslims in North Africa to the Dutch to bring over here and sell to us. Again, slavery is alive and well in North Africa today. Because Islam will always take slaves. But I have no more time. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Botter from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.